Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with James Farley. Hello. Sean Bell. Hello. And the main one, Matt Murray. Hello. Yeah, we've got a new theme. Deal with it. Deal with it, yeah? Yeah? <laughs> Deal with it. Um, how many complaints do you think we're going to get? Uh, loads, mate. It's going to be a fucking nightmare. I'd like to start the show by thanking our Patreon <laughs> producers this month. They are the Full Nels crew. Aaron Patrick, Full Nels. Anthony Oakenson, Full Nels. Simon Nelson, Full Nels. Thomas, Full Nels. Jack Oven, Full Nels. Moomin Biscuit, Full Nels. Richard Sawyer, Full Nels. Full Nels. Uh, you can help support the show. And seriously, it's been such a big help these past few months. Um, so thank you to everyone that signed up at patreon.com forward slash tcgs um there's various different tiers there various different benef- uh, benefits uh that was our full nels crew thank you so much um for your support we really really do appreciate it yeah amazingly right. amazing with it 200 patrons yeah, yeah it's, it's unbelievable it's been incredible it i, mean, has I feel been like we should do something to celebrate that but given that we've just had 200 episodes and fourth birth fifth birthday whatever it was i feel like we've had a lot of birthdays a lot of celebrations recently so Maybe not. And maybe we should tone it the fuck down a yeah, bit. Yeah, right. calm down. Um, We're not we'll, that good. We'll wait for the uh, the five hundredth or the thousandth patron. <laughs> yeah. Matter of time. Um, still, uh, we have got something else to celebrate, haven't we? We've got uh, a rebranding. Mm. No prizes for guessing who set all this up. James Farley. Uh, it was James. Rebranding. <laughs> we've got we've got a new theme. And could you want to? Because I don't. I still haven't wrapped my head around it, Matt. Do you want to go through what's changing and why? Yeah, I mean, so first of all, this show is obviously still called The Computer Game Show. That's not changing. Uh, but, well, you know, we started out as just a podcast about games, which we still do and we still love doing. But then since then, you know, Sean's done his, his uh, he does his monthly cooking streams. James and uh, David have done like, Star Calls. And it feels like, and we also do like streams and stuff, and it feels like to have all that under the computer game show banner just feel, feels weird. Um, and so I felt let let's let's put us on something which which makes sense and it's a bit less descriptive. And so yeah, what we as a collective are now TCGS. I know again, those people been calling us that, and we've been calling us that as well. But it's sort of been like an acronym for well, the some pod. people have been calling us TGCS. To be I, fair, I thought we'd always been this. I didn't know what. This isn't this isn't new. Well, TCGS so, was just uh, the acronym, wasn't it? But I think yeah. more commonly people have yeah called us that as a collective. So what does TCGS <laughs> stand for now, then, Matt? Well, it's, it's, it still sounds for the same thing, but it it's like IGN. Okay, like, who, who knows what IGN stands for? It's like Imagine Games Media, but you know. So we're, anyway, we're not, but people just IGN. refer to us like how they have Games Network, presumably not. Like I said, no one remembers. <laughs> Uh, yeah so i just thought it makes sense to have like a bit more of a blanket umbrella brand so it makes sense is this a couple of questions um i've got for you is this because xbox said we're just xbox now is that what started this i mean if we're going to take branding lessons from anyone it really shouldn't shouldn't be microsoft in 2020 should it was that what started this matt no this has been on the cards way before xbox said they're just xbox and can i get the, the the marketing decision correct you don't want us to be called the computer game show because, you know, we do a lot more than just a computer game show. You want us to be TCGS, which stands for the computer game show. Uh, yeah, basically. I mean, like, okay. this pod's cool. is still called that, but as a collective, it's TCGS and 
and yeah I mean, it's, it's not exactly a massive like change, but it just makes sense to have that as a branding rather than with a computer game show. Here's a, here's a cooking stream. Here's a stream, here's a podcast about Star Wars. Yeah, right, it makes cool. sense. And so plus, it I, meant when, I, I, when people we could email... change the branding, update the branding, update the theme song. When we change the theme song, um, thank you to Nick Parton for that. Who, uh, yeah. who uh, yeah, I mean, sent oh, us yeah, a amazing. bunch of thank stuff. You, Nick. We, well, once again, we spoke about we spoke about it on the bonus show. Um, but yeah, they sent us a bunch of uh, tracks to choose from. We sort of had a a whole voting system going within our WhatsApp group. And then just as we were about to decide on the final winner, he sent us another track and we said, okay, let's use that one. <laughs> so it made that whole uh, voting system pointless. But um, Matt, when people email in saying, dear TG- TCGS or whatever, do we have to correct them and say, actually, no, this is the computer game show. TCGS is the, the other things. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, I think that's probably fine. And the streams no, are? Well, the streams are TCGS. Because, right, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Dark Calls is... Star Calls is TCGS. Well, everything everything TCGS, yeah. Even so this I, is TCGS. Still, not this show. I well, still no, no, the, no, no. The, the, the This show is the computer game show from TCGS, so it doesn't... Right, yeah. okay. So right. couldn't we have gone the full way and gone for the TCGS network? Because that's what that's what we were going for before when we tried to bring interface into the fold as well. TCGSN. Yeah, yeah I guess. Well, maybe that's our next rebrand in two years' time. Uh, I wish <laughs> I'd have known because I should have said at the start of the show, "Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show," brought to you by TCGS, <laughs> which also stands for the Computer Game Show. <laughs> My name's David Turner. It's that one. Should have done. Is that, have I talked about the PC Games N thing before? No. What's this? Because that's so PC Games N is a website and the N stands for network, but the company that owns it is called Network N. So they're actually called Network Network. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I think think that's a good model to follow. I mean, obviously, we weren't going to like rebrand as anything crazy because Pill Course is TCGS anyway. So figured. Although, just just to preempt it, Matt, everyone's going to ask. So the TCGS Co. That's, that's yeah, just because yeah, that's the URL we could get, right? That. That's yeah. not like... <laughs> so, uh, like, for ages, I've obviously been trying to, like, um, obtain at TCGS on various networks. Uh, first of which was Twitter. Um, if, if I mean, uh, I actually got in contact with... I'm not sure I ever mentioned this on the show before, but last year I got in contact with at TC... Sorry, Burpee. Uh, at TCGS on Twitter. Uh, it's basically a... Uh, and a Twitter account, which I think was tweeting about uh, trading card games. I can't remember what type. Do you know what? A, you know, anyway. I'd love it if I owned at TCGS, but just wouldn't let you use it. <laughs> I, I mean, you don't. I spoke, I spoke to the owner on the phone. Anyway, so anyway. What, it was, so basically, it, Where it, did you go? Why did that come from, James? What, what a vicious, it, nasty thought. Because it would be really funny if he's just like, I just want to use it. So no, <laughs> you, you're not. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, James, you do realise you're part of this as well, right? I mean... Well, yeah, I guess, but, you know, <laughs> you guess. Yeah, so, no, so I got in contact with that TCGS, and I said, hey, like... I'm one of the Avengers going, oh, I wish I could, like, destroy the world. <laughs> oh, you were outside for fuck... I've never seen the Avengers. Go on. Uh, so I said, hey, um, we're, you know, potentially looking to rebrand. We're like a computer game podcast, uh, and you haven't used your account for like four or five years. I can't remember. It's, it's ages, basically. And even then, they sent like four tweets in like 2014 or whatever. I was like, Could, you know, uh, it'd be, you know, we'd like to potentially obtain it, you know. 
And then, uh, actually, like to find the so actually, I went like a massive like a goose chase. I like, I, 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 I went on the, on the website. The website's still still live, but obviously nothing's been posted for many years. I searched like loads of the posts. I looked at, like comments and stuff, like trying to work out who owned it. Then I like found a name and I emailed or found that name on Twitter. I DM them. They're like, oh no, it's this person you need to get hold of. That person I found on LinkedIn, and then I yeah, and then I like, put oh a message that person on LinkedIn. And he got the email address, emailed what I just told you about, and he's like, "Oh, awesome! Okay, uh, let's have a call about it." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh no!" Okay, this is getting pretty serious. And someone wants paid. And then um, I was like, "Oh, awesome!" Did okay, you call well, them? Here's my number, and yeah, like uh, a number from Poland rang rang me. Uh oh! <laughs> and said, uh, "Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll be willing to show you the name." I was like, "Okay, um, cool." Like, I ha- you know. I mean, we haven't got a huge budget. We're just like a, you know, a, a lowly old <laughs> We've got a podcast. zero budget, Matt. We've got zero budget. <laughs> well, obviously, I wasn't going to say that, but no, we haven't, we haven't got much, much money. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll be, you know, we're interested in obtaining it. Uh, how much? And he's like, I think he said like 1,500 euros. <laughs> Fucking hell. And I was like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that is then, not going to happen. How did that call end? And then, so, and then like... Uh, well, I, I mean, I, I responded saying thanks, but absolutely no thanks. And then, like, he randomly, like, I think if you check at TCGS, I'm sure there's like a tweet he posted last year saying hi. Anyway, so well, because I was going to say because I remember when Twitter announced they were going to start deleting accounts. I know, and I was so excited and, like, about that. Most people are tweeting like, "Oh, what about my dead nan's Twitter account?" And Matt was just there rubbing his hands together, yeah. I was ready like, to go. <laughs> and and then rightfully. Rightfully, everyone kicked off on Twitter, so actually we're yeah. going to hold that hold for now because yeah. there's obviously lots of like accounts we want to preserve for mm-hmm. people who sadly passed away. Anyway, so I was like, the thought that was my chance. It wasn't anyway, and also contacted at TCGS on Instagram. Um, the anyway, computer game show that didn't work. So what? We so what? Um, like what? So what is our what is our social thing? So yeah, but no, hang on. Can I just ask a question, Matt? How much would you have been willing to pay? Good for question. It? 150 <laughs> quid. If you just said 150 quid. Uh, I've probably done 150 quid, yeah. 150 <sighs> quid. And if you'd have come to us and gone, guys, I think we should all chip in for this, I get, I would tell you to fuck off. I think, <laughs> I think that would be a fuck off reply, that one. 150 quid, Matt. I'm willing to do anything for like a cohesive brand. But anyway, we don't need to now. <laughs> Because also tcgs.com was obviously taken. Anyway, so um, after weeks and months of searching, I was like, okay, tcgs.co, that was available. I searched a bunch on like, well, last week whenever it was, thinking, okay, like, we need to get this rebrand sorted. I think we go tcgs.co. And I think I messaged you guys saying, you know what, I'm, I think I'm going to buy a domain. I think that'd be a good one to, you know, for, 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 mm-hmm. you know, for a new brand. And then, that morning, so like within minutes of me like searching and telling you guys about it, the domain was apparently unable to buy from, from all the domain places. <laughs> uh, and I've since found out actually if you're looking... James is about to say, wouldn't it be funny if I bought it? <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if I bought it for £150? <laughs> uh, apparently it's like a known thing if you're looking at domains, like go to like private browsing because... Uh, some you know companies will basically snipe the domain and then yeah. ask you if you want to buy it for thousands of pounds. Anyway, it turns out I found I found someone else to buy it, and we went, and the website address, at least at the moment, is tcgs.co. Also, all of our social handles are also tcgs.co. Uh, we're just called tcgs, but that was like a nice, like shortish uh, handle that we can have on everything. So Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, we're all you know at tcgs.co. 
Can can mm. I ask you one thing, right? And this the only, it's not a dig. I just that uh, it's uh, it's probably a dig. Um, <laughs> it's just one of those things that I, I just, if you go to tcgs.co.uk, that's not our website. No, 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 no. I mean, because I, no, it's just our co. website is tg tcgs.co. Yeah. yeah. But the problem is, whenever you speak to old people and they give you web addresses, that's usually they usually mean .co.uk, but they just go, yeah, go to, you know, facebook.co. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's what it sounds like when you say it. Let me tell you about, um, I think it was on This American Life, and they read out a URL from a UK website, and they are like, .co.uk, and I was like, <laughs> sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, so... H-T-T... Yeah, I don't need that bit, mate. I don't need that bit. That's fine. That is fine. Couldn't we have had, like, tcgs.biz? Or something like that, you know. Cause yeah, we can. Ninjas. We can still get that unless someone takes it. I've listened to this, yeah. But the important uh, thing is, yeah, like, the, the, and the website, I guess, is still hosted on the old domain. We need to like move things over. That's going to take a couple of months. But for now, mm. it's it's tcgs.co for the website, tcgs.co for the website, and we're tcgs.co on everything. So, I, I mean, okay. I can sleep soundly night now, knowing <laughs> one, the rebrand's done. It's finally live. Uh, for everyone to see after I've thinking about it for months and then also every one of our ch- handles is like the same like this is oh I can't tell you how good that feels yeah because well, I, there I, is I mean a, I said, there is I said this on WhatsApp but like I often found yeah when I was you know if I was writing out a tweet saying I was doing a stream or whatever and I was like hang on which ones are our Twitch is it computer game pod is it TCGS yeah, is it d- the computer like, game <laughs> like well, we, we couldn't have Slash a computer game show on Twitter because that was like too many characters. Yeah. So I had to be like a computer game. I don't think anyone cares about this, really. I think we've spoken about well, this enough. No, but I care. And it's just like <laughs> annoying. It's like, and like, well, we argued about that, but when we're just we're first starting and saying, what are we going to call it? Like computer game pods or there's some other options, but it's like, we can't fit the full name and what the fuck are we going to do? And that's also weird. It's like, here's a here's a cooking show link. Oh, computer game pod. Here's, I don't know. Yeah. I just wanted cohesive. So I'm really happy. I can't, with, I can't wait for our Twitch subs to just drop off this month because everyone's just like, <laughs> who the fuck is this? I mean, there is one piece of news connected to this, Matt, that you don't know about um, just yet. But um, Sean, uh, James and I have all been chatting and we're thinking about just ending, really. You know, we're under a lot of stress at the moment and this has been a lot of hard work to do during a lockdown. So we were thinking about just closing the pod down. So this is the last episode cool. of the it's Computer Game it. Show. Presented by TCGS. It's the first episode and the last episode. So uh, thanks for all your efforts, Matt. Thanks for all your efforts. <laughs> but we've come to an end. That was a joke. Right. Should we get on with the feedback? <laughs> yeah. Um, Good. We're going to start with Kurt Lewin. Uh, <laughs> Matt's just like, yeah, I wasn't funny, Dave. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Michael. Kurt starts. Hi, TCGS. No, it's a computer game show, Kurt. For, we've been over this. <laughs> get it right, mate. Oh, I guess hell, if you're talking to life. us as a collective, that's fine. But if you're email, no, yeah. Hi, TCGS. Will Dave be issuing a public apology for spoiling Red Dead Two for all of us out there who had just started it through Game Pass? I was thirty percent of the way through the story at the time of hearing the spoiler, or maybe Matt for not editing out of the show. Fuck off, Kurt. TCGS is only excellent in avoiding spoilers, but this must have slipped the net. Um, side note, I will be carrying on due to everything you've said and the listeners about how good the game is, so don't think it'll stop me continuing. Also, Oodles, um, at Oodles or Dim on Twitter, feedback. Last week we had what I consider minor spoilers revealed, or at least chatter about spoilers. Can we discuss this? Personally, I don't think it's punishable, but thoughts? Question mark? Yeah, I mean, I, like obviously, I never intend to 
spoil things for anyone and I apologise if that's the case but it's something we've spoken about before isn't it and that people's spoiler thresholds all over the place and you know it's hard to really gauge I personally didn't see that as a spoiler I thought that had been out there quite a bit since the game had been released um, obviously I didn't go into details you know I didn't tell you that you know you know uh, <laughs> By, I don't. Um, I don't even think, and, I think this is. Sorry, I think this might be a little bit much. Really, you think? Yeah, it's a bit. Well, he didn't. He didn't mention what? That is, no, because I haven't mentioned like the, the stuff where and leads you up. I think this is why. It's there's a lot of editing work in it, Matt. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you didn't mention the bit where um turns up either. So good point. Didn't mention that. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's the, look seriously though. The, the, it's a, it's a tough subject. It's a tough thing to gauge. I'd hate to think that I'd spoiled anything for you, but you know, in my head, I thought this was quite you know well reported on by then. The game's been out for a year and a half. You know, a while. Where where do we start and stop with the spoilers? Maybe yeah. we misjudged this one. And I saw this on I the mean, Discord the discussion about, it, and I was like. What spoiler? When do we even talk about Red Dead? And then I obviously asked you before we record tonight, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I, yeah, I guess that is one." Yeah, but I, I not just... to be a prick, but I did point it out at the time. Oh, did you? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't see how it's any different to what you've done in previous weeks, though, Sean. Why? What have I done? Well, yeah, I mean, you, you, <laughs> you two weeks before. So yeah, Greece is about um, grieving. And it's like, well, actually, that's quite a big theme that you discover throughout that's the game, not a, isn't that? It's literally like the opening cutscene. It's implied that that's what it's about. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It's I think not like a shocking special. reveal. I don't know. Well, okay. I don't know, mm-hmm. actually, Sean. I think that's along the same lines. So uh, you, you watch it. <laughs> but yeah, it's a shame. <laughs> for everyone's starting it just now on Game Pass. That's going to be a real kick to the dick. But, uh, we do apologise. Yeah, no, it sucks. Well, Listen, sorry, Dave usually, usually if we feel that one of us has gone over the mark with spoilers, it would get flagged up um, and it get edited out or we put a spoiler button or something. But I, I, I mean, I was surprised that anyone saw it. I don't know about you guys, but I was surprised when the, the complaints started coming in about a, a Red Dead um, spoiler. Uh, and I didn't even consider the fact that it just... Uh, joined Game Pass like that didn't cross my mind so that's my bad but yeah it was one of those I apologise if I ruined a game for you I, didn't, I really didn't mean to I'm sure right? the controls will do that enough for Ayo. you Dave don't worry about it not to mention the outdated mission design oh, hey guys oh last gen <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> pretty last gen actually I'd say I still that argument still rubs me out the wrong way because I wasn't able to come straight back after that show and lay into Matt yeah, you know there's a period <laughs> There's a period where you look back on those arguments and think, I should have said this, I should have mm. said that. You know, like, that was the same show where, like, he was praising Spider-Man as being great. And I thought, hey, what <laughs> were the missions in Spider-Man doing that was so revolutionary then? I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, but no, we out, haven't had, like, we haven't had, like, six Spider-Mans before where the mission structure is exactly the same. No, uh, we've there's had, not like, been six Red Deads before where the mission no, structure is like, exactly the GTAs the and with Red Dead 1 there's like the okay, same that's thing a, that's interesting go. that's interesting I, I, I think you should go back and play those uh, older GTAs no, I don't want it. Map, because I'll never I think go you'll back. be very surprised <laughs> by the difference <laughs> no, in, in no what you're actually no, doing in those I missions. stand by right okay if right the next G- GTA is next so we, we would assume uh, GTA uh, 6 right if GTA 6 
like you know, it's, it's gonna look unbelievable when it is eventually announced and um, um, unveiled and stuff for next I, gen. It's gonna, if I we're like, it oh, brilliant, been announced it's... by the way. What's that announced? Change? No, I thought it was kind of known that it was it was definitely happening. Well, uh, it won't. It's one of those. It's fucking inevitable, um, yeah. isn't it? But I mean, it's, uh, what, yeah, not saying... officially announced. No. What, <laughs> James? Of course, it's definitely happening. You don't no, think no, they're but... going to make a GTA Six? No, hang on, because no, no, I was reading about this the other day where people were saying that it it's been kind of oh, forget it, forget it. No, it's whatever you read, James. It's just rumors and bullshit. Like obviously they're going to do one. They just haven't said anything about it yet. Yeah. yeah. Secondly, Matt. You complaining about controls is completely just a redundant point these days because <laughs> no, we've not. seen you play Metroid. Well, yeah, you know I mean? yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I've also said old control shit controls. Anyway, I haven't got to my point. The point was, we, we see GTA 6 in like two or three years' time. It looks unbelievable, you know, the things you can do in it. And then like, okay, do a mission. Okay, so you drive here, you shoot that person, you drive back. So if that's an emission structure in the next GTA, are you going to be happy with that? That wasn't the mission structure. Well, it depends what you mean by mission structure. There will be missions where you do that, but that's not what every mission was like in GTA well, no, 5, Matt. No, but th- a lot of it was go to a place, shoot someone, go you, back. You're clutching at straws and you're really trying to hold no, on to them there, no, Matt. No, I'll tell like, you that. <laughs> There's so many like genuinely st- unbelievable, I mean, like revolutionary, evolutionary bits, like storytelling, some, you know, the environments. But then it's like, okay, cool, so trap this person, don't get too close, just... <laughs> you know, go back and then you go there, wait for that person to so do a what, thing. So and what are the mi- right? So, so this came out in the same year as Spider Man. What were the missions in that? No, it's different around? because was it go Spider-Man somewhere, beat someone had, up, like, and then go back? Spider-Man, is it, it, it Man one, two, three, and four, and Red Dead one? It's like, okay, you, are you going to change the mission structure at all in these games, or just you, are you going to keep keep them the so same? So it's not that these games, these these style of missions, have been. In various different games, uh, like various different games for various different companies, it's that that one company does those missions in their games as well. It's just like so many <laughs> things in that game are stunning. That just stuck out like a sore thumb for me. It's like Matt, Matt, look, everything's on, new. I, feels. Hang on, James, really like, James, no, 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 James, I'm talking. No, 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 Matt, James, I'm really talking. James, I'm talking. I thought <laughs> it was great, on. but you're onto a losing with this no, it's no, ridiculous no, I, I'm not talking about Spider-Man I'm saying like you know this, Red Dead 2 is amazing in so many ways it pushes the boundaries blah 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 but then it's like the thing blah, that sticks blah, out blah. is like oh the, the mission you know you go there you shoot man come back it's like okay well Rockstar if you're listening for GTA 6 please don't have any missions where you drive somewhere and engage in combat no but uh, yeah? Dave would you not try and work out the game around to be pushed on okay just exclude Dave, the driving no. somewhere and then the killing and then f- and then work out a completely new concept of what to do in those games no, just, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the thing point. I hope doesn't have to be completely, com- completely new just something that pushes it on that isn't just like I mean like I, I play other games. So I'm sure there's more, you know much much better mission structure here. It just feels rather basic. And and like the fact is like oh there's some missions in Red Dead Two where oh god no it's totally different because you might go there and then you might have to go somewhere else to shoot someone. It's like I just think okay I, yeah that's, no, no, that's I think you're right. Like I think going somewhere and, and shooting people is probably a direction GTA should move away from. I'm interested to see what the fuck they want these characters to do. But no, 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 but that, Dave, that, do you want them to, move Dave, do you want from, to update yes. the mission structure? Do you want it to do you want to push forward or do you want to stay if the you, same if thing? You've, if you've got an interesting idea for what these characters should be doing, then I'm all ears. But I, I, that's kind of the basis of these games. You're asking for a Call of Duty game where you haven't got guns. Well, no, but like Call of Duty has... Uh, uh, 
almost certainly, you know, change and like uh, updated a game to provide a bit, a bit different, you know, uh, level okay. structures. All right, okay. I, 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 I think mean, like, yeah, Sean, I do not Sean James, like, what do you two think? You know, Red Dead Two's mission structure is absolutely perfect. It's like can't get any better. Um, it it was very weird how yeah, like how many of the missions, or even just the general structure of it, was like turn up somewhere, situations a bit. You know, a bit touchy. There's a bit of tension with locals or whatever. Things get worse. You end up having to murder a load of people. Rinse and repeat. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> um, so yeah, and especially towards the end, it was like they had. You know, I mean, we said this back at the time. It was like they had a lot more story than they had mission uh, ideas for missions, right? And there's a, there is a lot of just like go to the other side of the map and talk to someone and maybe shoot some people, like. But you know, it's with Rockstar Games. It's not just about that stuff, right? It's, no, it's it, the, it, the way it, it wraps everything up is is what makes it cool. So a long journey across the map can be interesting in and of itself. Not always. I do think it's towards the end of Red Dead Two, it starts to take the piss a bit. Um, but it's yeah, it's the worlds they create can get away with go here talk to someone for a while, you know. No, and so many bits, like I said, so I'm not saying like the rest of the game is unbelievable. I mean, I may like rush through it, but it's like so, what they do with storytelling and environment, all that sort of stuff is unbelievable. It's just you that this stuff sticks out like a sore thumb. You skip the cutscenes. <laughs> I mean, watch that, the end that's, on that's YouTube. Saying, that's something you said, Dave. I mean, like you can make up your own narrative. I'm just telling you what I did. Um, okay. All right. Anyway, right. That, that's the first bit of feedback. Should we go on to feedback? <laughs> <laughs> Skin Tight Jeebus, hello, another brilliant podcast this week that helps me get through my lonely drives to work. Can we have an inquiry into who was playing on their Switch whatilst David was talking at the uh, 134 minute 31 second mark on the last pod? So this was interesting. I went straight to that timestamp. I listened to it and it sounded like someone going through the menus, you know, that sort Mm. of sound as you're going through uh the menus um so i sort of told the group uh i played the clip james couldn't hear it i don't know what's going on with your hearing james but i would definitely (laughs) get that checked out at some point i've listened to the clip and i still can't hear anything well it just yeah it seemed like guilt immediately the most fascinating aspect of this was that sean accidentally admitted that he goes on his switch once no, in a while, there wasn't while nothing the accidental came. about it. I said, I All said, right, I okay, you very deliberately admitted that you go on the switch. You didn't need to. You should just kept quiet. <laughs> <laughs> we all know now no, that you go on your switch because, during the like, show. Yeah, so sometimes I will um, grab the switch just to like check a release date or or something. Um, oh, right. You find like, you can't get that from Google or whatever. Well, because the keyboard's noisy in it, and I just and I, if I hold my phone too near to the microphone, it does that noise? So it'd be wicked if there was some sort of computer with like a sheet of glass that that sort of recognised touch, so you could type into Google. What, uh, my ta- uh, my, I can keep my tablet by my desk. They're actually usually like upstairs in the bedroom, or whatever. <laughs> still, anyway, uh, but, point okay. is, point is, I bit, like fine. I was like, Do you know what? There is a chance that it'll turn out it was me. And it'd be much worse to just be like, well, I don't remember doing it. There's no chance it was... And then for it to turn out, it was. So I was just like, yeah, there's, there's a chance it might be Fronted me. it, I like it. I mean, like, <laughs> Sean was so desperate to, to do that. It's, it's like in films where, like, a detective talks to someone and is like, hey, how are you? And the person's like, oh, I didn't see that woman. It's like, yeah. what? I, 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 didn't, I didn't kill her. I mean, I haven't been there. <laughs> Sean was like, I haven't been playing my Switch in a way. Oh, Fuck. 
my well, best we, fa- my we favorite bit was when David, out. when you said to me, though, you were like, you were like, why haven't you? Why are you not denying it? And I said, what's what's even the point? Well, we did isolate the audio. We found out it was Sean. Um, however, here's the snippet from that episode isolated. As you can hear, it sounded like Sean putting a can down on the desk. So, <laughs> so what I will say is thank you to our listeners for picking up on stuff like that and do let us know yes, if you hear alert. some sort of evidence. Jeebus, you're a fucking grass, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate we appreciate it. Um, because even though it was just Sean putting his can down, we now know he uses his switch during this show. That's, That's true. something to yeah. keep in the back of your mind. Grassed myself. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the, you're the biggest grass of all. I'm so addicted to grass and I grass myself up. You fucking played yourself. I fucking love it. Right, next bit of feedback. Uh, Sean Thomas at Sean S. Thomas on Twitter. Great pod, guys. Enjoyed it loads. But Matt's reading way too much into how well Sony specifically came out of that tech demo. I'm with Dave. Dink clock is a PS5 thing just on Unreal Showcase. I mean, Sony literally paid Epic to only talk about the PS5 and not mention another next-gen console. So mm-hmm. it, seemed, it, it, it was a PS5 thing for me. I don't know. I don't know if it was. I, it really didn't feel like, like it to me. I mean, they obviously mentioned the PS5. Yeah, but... I mean, they say it's like, here's this real-time demo on PS5, and no, there, wasn't, there was not one single mention of any other consoles in any of the interviews or videos or commentary. No, don't get me wrong. They obviously paid for exclusive rights for that. But when I watched that presentation, it looked like Epic showing us their um, their new uh, engine. Yeah, and and it, and it was exactly like, that. Here's, here's the first PS5 stuff, guys. It, it no, never no, came no, across no, as no, that. No, it, it was like a. It, it, it wasn't blatant, but it was like a. You know, oh, okay, right. The elephant in the room is that this is a major PS5 like tech showcase reveal. But that, that, and okay. that's why I was so brilliant. Sony wasn't like, they, they didn't even like share this, I don't think. Uh, it wasn't like, hey, this is our big demo. It's just like, oh, yeah, here's a demo. Oh, it's running real time on PlayStation 5. Yeah, but the way you were that's saying so it good was about like, it. oh, they've really done Microsoft but they have. here. Like, and I thought, it, have it, they? They, they, had, they totally have because it wasn't a big like show and dance. It's just like, oh, yeah, that, uh, you know, a demo, Evan. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Real time and PlayStation Five, whatever. Not even bothered because it's not even probably us. But look at we did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it was amazing because of that. It wasn't like everyone the first gameplay of Xbox coming into an Xbox tomorrow. They, Sony didn't even fucking mention this. Obviously, they paid lots of money. Um, Why would they and, not mention it if they paid lots of money? Like Sony wasn't like check out the big Unreal. They didn't have to because they knew everyone would talk about it. Okay, all right. And they did. I, yeah, I, I don't see it quite like that, but I, but I was bloody impressed with it. There's no doubt about it. it bloody impressed. Um, Josh Crow. Uh, hello, lads. Hope you're all well. Regarding your thoughts on telling lies, I was pleased to know I wasn't the only one who found the story a little disjointed. It made me go back to the game and double-check something, which I was convinced, convinced was the case, and that has led to a full realisation of my major problem with the game. So the game clearly states up front that you're viewing the conversations from a singular perspective, but what bothers me is the fact that the relevant characters are not wearing any sort of headphones ever, which leads me to believe oh, they're yeah. playing audio <laughs> yeah. through the speaker or whatever device they're using in which case we will be able to hear the other side of the conversation even if you can't view it 
Even if the character we can see is recording locally, surely the reciprocated audio will also be captured. Yeah, that's I, a very good point. <laughs> I don't know if that's just me misreading the contextual instructional document, or if it's just a quirk of the game that's given me a hand wave due to the nature of the presentation. Either way, it really broke the immersion for me, something which I knew initially but hadn't really registered until I took the time to go back to it. Just strikes me as a little bit weird to have to piece together conversations that would flow like you'd expect them to if they weren't still to where the game's mechanics. Am I perhaps reading too much into it? And I so apologies for the stream of consciousness, just need to write it down for some form so, yeah, of affirmation. I That's picked Josh. up on this straight away with this game, but I did just kind of go, okay, well, they're getting around. It doesn't matter really, does it? It's like one of those things that's, you know, I've been thinking about Back to the Future a lot recently because I'm appearing on a Back to the Future podcast this weekend. And um, yeah, it's one of those. It's like, well, why would Marty be hanging out with Doc in the first place? How did they meet and get become friends? But then you just go, oh, it doesn't really matter, does it? <laughs> Who cares? Um, and that's kind of what I felt about that as well. It didn't bug me that much. I think, but that is an important point, though. The major difference between her story and telling lies is that her story it's all been it's all interviews isn't it with the yeah, police it works so perfectly and for that. you're only hearing the answers you don't really need to hear the questions it's just the answers so it's not a two-way conversation that you're you're never sitting through bits where they're sitting there listening to someone going yep <laughs> yep uh-huh <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You, you've never got those moments and maybe that is... I mean, disjointed, I don't think is the right word because that's the point in these games. They are disjointed. But I think the pacing is certainly uh, a problem in in um, uh, telling lies. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, the fact is a lot of people enjoyed it. So I think there's just some people that that, that bugs and some people that it doesn't. So cool. I was certainly one that, that, that didn't get into it. Uh, John H. Elite Dangerous has a map of the fucking universe. Takes a while to get your head around that. It does, John. I mean, uh, yeah, but then the universe has got loads of fuck all in it, so I don't know if that really counts. But it's space, though, isn't it? That's just loads of empty space, isn't it? It is space. It is lots literally of space. Literally loads that, of space. Also, trouble with that map, surely, is that that map's constantly getting bigger. So <laughs> that, that's an absolute nightmare, isn't it, really? <laughs> yeah, it's got space. Paul uh, has emailed, Dear Sean, James, Matt and David, I've been a regular listener of the pod for several years now, um, since first discovering it sometime in 2017, uh, after reading an article about best video games podcast. I mean, it's not several years, because... What? Several. Who's written an article with us in it for best I mean, video games podcast? No, yeah, there's more. Okay. After reading an article about best video game podcast or similar, one of the pods mentioned in the article was Kane and Rince. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. See, Dave, you, 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 jumped, you jumped into early there. <laughs> how much do they pay, like, these... How much do they pay these people? To Same get amount Sony articles, paid Epic. Well, the cast is so big, isn't it? It's probably one of them wrote it. You know, it's like... <laughs> I mean, statistically, Everyone yeah. Everyone knows... <laughs> Everyone someone knows on planet Earth, there's Kane a 10% Rince. chance it's someone involved in yeah, Kane and Rince. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the pods mentioned in the article was Kane and Rince, and after delving into their catalogue, at some point one of the hosts mentioned TCGS and the friendly rivalry that was going on. I don't think it's not, it's not friendly. Probably Gary. <laughs> He's a big fan. Intrigued, I gave you guys a listen. I have to say, whilst I'm not usually a fan of the bunch of guys chat about what they've been up to, show format, your personality is constant piss-taking and what I believe the British refer to as great banter. 
gradually <laughs> won me over to the point where, honestly, I don't give a shit about Animal Crossing or Google Stadia, but it's an absolute delight hearing you push each other to breaking point each week. <laughs> no, don't. There was also another tangential, but no less important factor that led me to be a fan, and it's why I'm writing today, having never written into a podcast in my life. I'm talking about the constant, but never pointed out references to The Office, and the absolutely, absolutely ludicrous revelation that Sean Bell's been sat there listening to David and Matt, and to a lesser a less frequent extent James for year after year with no real context for such a large chunk of what comes out of their mouths I don't recall The Office ever being brought up explicitly on the pod which is why it felt so bizarre for the elephant in the room the constant references to be addressed after all these years it's not just the lines from the show either but even the way Matt and David will pronounce particular words I do the same every time a meeting agenda comes up and work. Do new get agenda? Uh, sadly, <laughs> mostly to blank door. reactions, but it's worth it for the odd time someone appreciates it. <laughs> Recently, COVID-19 has led my office needing to make many people redundant to stay afloat. And one silver lining in a stressful and tragic situation, as you can imagine, is what absolute wellspring of opportunities for prime David Brent quotes this has led to. <laughs> Though in bitter irony, I usually have to err on the side of human decency and bite my tongue rather than point out my colleagues in turn you're not going to lose your job, you're not going to lose your job. Yeah. Um, anyway, I agree that a majority of Gervais's uh, output and public persona has been pretty average to put it kindly, but the UK office as we're legally obliged to refer to it in the rest of the world, is without doubt a near perfect series of comedy that there's ever been. Apologies, I'm yet signed up to Patreon. I know I've been complacent, but an office call series and my cries of I'm asking you don't make me redundant being successful would sorely tempt me uh, keep up the great work in these strange times that's from Paul <laughs> cheers thank Paul. you Paul I mean um, like, like, great email just great I mean there, there must be uh, honestly uh, he's got a point there must be like I can imagine you sitting down and finally watching The Office uh, Sean mm. and just going oh my god they say that all the time <laughs> like about eight times throughout an episode yeah. like you must have heard us go keep up the doodling like you must have heard that see because what's fascinating is yeah so there's definitely some of I've noticed so the yeah did new get an agenda like I've heard you do that a lot Dave <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then like, the doodling one, that, that's shot. never, honestly, that's never registers, which is weird. <laughs> I think we must have dropped that about 200 times. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think it's so it much. depends, because sometimes they're contextual, like yeah. they come up and they, they fit in quite well. But other times, Dave often just comes out with stuff for no apparent reason yeah, whatsoever. That does happen as well. That does happen I think, as I well. I don't know. Yeah. I, think, yeah, I think I just automatically either... Yeah, just assume, yeah, assume it's something Dave's seen that I haven't, or that it's just like... Because I know... I think it's fair to say you like you were better friends with Matt and James before me, right? Yeah. Um, so I just I don't know. Oh, I just yeah. assume there's like a shared history there that I'm not aware of, which in a sense is the case. Yeah, but, but it's all based around the office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you just assume it's like in jokes that I've not been party to, you know. You know, the time that I regret not saying an office quote right just before lockdown, um, there was an attack on a bus that I was on where these uh, two young teenagers started fronting up to this woman on a bus and I got involved and started shouting them, telling them to shut the fuck up and sit down, all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. I was stressed out, like the lockdown was just about to begin. Um, And then they come up to me and they started calling me Bug Eyes Man (laughs) and taking the piss out of my eyes, right? Mm -hmm. And as soon as I got off the bus, I thought, why didn't I say... Don't ever go at the eyes. You know, I've had astigmatism <laughs> since then. I was four. That's why a little bit, they're a little bit bulbous. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just, I can't. 
cannot believe I didn't say that because if there was one other person on the bus that that was that knew the that knew the office, they would be on the floor on on the floor like <laughs> laughing. I was absolutely gutted I didn't come out with that. But um, yeah, I Sean, once you've watched the whole of the office thing, you should probably listen to this show from episode one again. <laughs> I mean, is it like obviously? Not knowing well enough, it, would there be mileage in doing office calls? Do you think, or would it just no, maybe? Because what fun- can you say? Yeah. What are you going to say? Yeah, yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? That bit was funny. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Like, there's not much to say really. Yeah. I'd prefer to just sit down in a room with you and go through them yeah. from start to finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love that. I think you'd watch it, Sean, and you would just be like, "Yeah, you're right. It is the best." <laughs> <laughs> that's a quote, Sean. That's a that's a quote. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right, okay, cool. Right, mental note. That is it for feedback. If you want to tweet oh, us, no. you can tweet us at tcgsco on Twitter, or yeah, I think that's it. Do, 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 I, do I know what do it? Yeah, if you want to leave us feedback, it's still podcast.computergameshow.com until we move things over. There you go. So that's it then. Time for the news. I mean, we're only forty minutes in, but let's uh, <laughs> let's get some news. It's annoying, isn't it? Because it's like forty minutes. I've kind of lost interest in this news already. <laughs> even though I put it together. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Good. It's not. It's not very interesting. Um, so, okay, the first one I've got is that G two A have admitted that they've sold they've sold like stolen keys. So, have we talked about this before? I can't remember. G two A. We did bring this up when it was first announced yeah. and we yeah. were trying to work out how do you steal keys like how's that happen is this the well, it's keys bought with stolen card details usually yeah so right. it's essentially okay, so it's peer-to-peer selling isn't it g2a yeah What's so, the... no. so basically if you can steal some card details buy a shitload of codes essentially laundering it isn't it um because then you've yeah. got uh, like these codes essentially become a currency that you can then resell via gray sites like g2a um, you know, there's probably some legitimate ones on there as well, but the whole point is G2A were known for just not really checking either way. Right, okay. But then they denied it, and they said... So last year they tried to address this. This is when we talked about That's it. That's right. By saying that they would then pay game developers 10 times their costs if they could prove that G2A had stolen had sold sorry, uh, stolen keys for a particular game. Mm. So there's this developer called uh, Wubay Software who had, like... They developed, like, Factorio... And they took like G2A at their word and then like did an investigation. And then so they found out actually that it was the case. And then so G2A like had to come forward and say, yeah, we're looking into things. And it seems that, yeah, they were sold keys for this game. 198 of them were like in fact stolen. And so they then had to pay uh, the company like, you know, the, the like £40,000 or whatever, $40,000. So they then put out a statement. And this is what they said. They said, we would be the first to admit that in our formative years as a company, we took too long to recognise that a small number of individuals were abusing our marketplace. However, the criticism we revealed was the wake-up call we needed. And over the last years, we have been totally committed to tackling any incidents of fraud on our site. Today, we, and this, uh, some of the most sophisticated, it should say we have, uh, some of the most sophisticated proprietary anti-fraud AI technology of any online marketplace for digital products. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they didn't, apologize or anything like that they just said yeah we're, we're on top of it but then didn't explain how they're on top of it or anything at all and you know that because this was the company that like developers were saying don't buy stuff from there we'd rather you just pirated our games yeah. because <laughs> it's it's harming us you know yeah. from like buying this yeah, stuff yeah. but yeah they're not apologizing they're just saying that they're on top of it with some magic <laughs> ai Brilliant. so what you're saying is that they did something wrong they denied doing anything wrong and then come out with a statement that wasn't really apology just said what happened 
I wonder yeah, what, what, basically, what, yeah. what sort of strategy is that? <laughs> I, I, I know. It's mad, isn't it? You wouldn't think it'd work, but it does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, so that that was that. I mean, yeah, it's crappy in it. I guess don't use it. But you see, I've also heard other stuff about other sites that are doing this as well. But then. I don't know if it's true or not, so maybe I shouldn't say. No, you absolutely shouldn't say. Shouldn't say. Um, there you go, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. So but yeah. let's, go, let's go on to the next, uh, next news story. Okay, so you know how recently, obviously, like sports have been cancelled and stuff, so there's been like online leagues of stuff. Yep. And so Formula E have done this as well. They've been like doing like online racing or whatever, and it turns out that this Formula E driver who's called, is it Daniel, how do you pronounce that? Yeah, A-B-T, Abt, yeah. Abt. Abt, yeah, so Daniel Abt, uh, he was disqualified and ordered to pay £8,900 to a charity because what he was doing was he was getting a professional gamer to compete under his name, <laughs> like for, for official esports races. So, no professionals. Yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's what happened. So the organisers took away all the points that he'd won, like, or hadn't won. And uh, yeah, it turns out this guy called Lawrence uh, Horsing was, was competing for him. And yeah, it's, uh, it's not good. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 we've said before that it kind of highlights the, especially with you know not not so much esports, but the, the whole qualifications where you're doing it in your home via your own connection and all that sort of stuff. It's there's some pit pit holes there that really need to be grabbed hold of if mm. people want to take those pitfalls. sort of stages. Pitfalls. Yeah. Pitfalls <laughs> is what I meant. Do you know the other day I think my brain's just gone to mush because the other day I stated uh to my FIFA team yeah, I'm still playing it. Um, <laughs> I stated to my FIFA team that our confidence was rock high. So that is, <laughs> is I think uh, I'm going to blame it on the whole lock-in thing. All right, and there's nothing you could do to. Do you want to go on? Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear the quote? Because he's apologised. He said, "He said I did not take it as seriously as I should have. I'm especially sorry about this because I know how much work has gone into the project on the part of the Formula E organisation. I'm aware that my offence has a bitter aftertaste." But it was never meant with any bad intention. Bitter aftertaste. Um, yeah. I, can I? At least he apologised. Should he be? Why, why is he? That anymore. Why is he allowed to continue to compete? Like for me, that is strange, isn't it? About as bad as it gets. I can it? only assume is there some it's... technicality that, like, this isn't. You know what they're doing now with the online stuff isn't a straight replacement for the actual races. I guess it's just a bit of a sideshow just to keep people interested. Um, in the meantime, so I guess they can't officially like ban him because he didn't, you know, wasn't on an actual race. Or I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. Um, yeah, I think also interesting. nothing matters anymore, does it? Either. Yeah, fuck so it. Do what you want. <laughs> well, that's, that's it. come to the computer game show presented by TCGS uh, for your cheery responses <laughs> of life. <laughs> I mean, Nothing if matters someone else anymore, has committed a crime, who gives a <laughs> shit? If I was Daniel Abt, I'll be pretty livid, because he paid this guy and he only came third. So if I'm going to pay you, <laughs> win the race. What, what am I paying you for? <laughs> livid. Okay, next story is that Platinum Games say that Microsoft aren't buying them. So is this, this was all like, off was... the basis of the lie that you told last year to Sean? Is this what snowballed yes, the story so. to this point, is it? <laughs> It snowballed and then it got out of hand and now Platinum had to come out and dismiss it. So they said this. So this was so okay. It was said. They said I did read some rumours about Xbox wanting to purchase Platinum Games and I thought people on the internet write the craziest stuff because that conversation has not come to our doorstep at all. This was like in our way. Out of the, said, out of the said, crazy shit that's on the internet, that's quite pretty low down yeah, on it the really scale. Really it? I mean, 
mean, said, yeah, sure, there's, when... there's, there's fan fiction about Sonic banging Mario and stuff, but don't worry about that. Let's, let's focus on <laughs> the route. Go on. He says, that said, we're not Microsoft, so we don't know what happens behind their doors. We don't know if any thoughts about it, about it possibly. And then he just basically goes on to say that they wouldn't really be interested anyway because they've just started getting into like independent self-publishing yeah, yeah. and they don't really want to be like controlled by anyone and such. This well, plus, be reported they, anyway, though, was Didn't it? they famously fall out pretty badly with Microsoft over Scalebound as well? Scalebound, yeah. yeah. I think that happened as well. Yeah. Is this been reported also, anywhere? Have you seen you anything mean? about this like in recent weeks? No. I think what it is, it's because like Microsoft have been on like a studio buying like, bonanza, haven't they recently? Mm. And right. so they were think people were thinking they need to buy like a Japanese developer because they haven't got that. That's yeah, something I know. Still I've heard missing. that for a while, but I've never, I've not in the past three or four weeks to kickstart this, you yeah. know, response. People saying Microsoft are buying platinum. Like, I've not seen mm-hmm. any of that stuff. So where's this? Why have they suddenly now decided? Right, yeah, let's release a. Press statement. Mm. Yeah. Weird enough. Unless they're it's floating weird. the idea about the <laughs> Exactly, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. And they're in trouble and they want to be purchased. If I was Microsoft, I'll, I'll buy Capcom. Go on. Because they're obviously on the rise. They've got, you know, their, their reboots and stuff have uh, obviously incredibly well. Resident Evil's in a great position. Monster is doing great in the West. So if you're going to buy anyone, but get, buy Capcom, isn't it? Or they could uh, buy Konami, bring them back. Yeah. I mean, that'll be 50 quid for Konami, so <laughs> Capcom will cost a lot of money. It'd be interesting to see who they do buy. They do need to buy someone, but oh my god, I mean, like this. What if they bought Bungie back? Well, that's not going to help their Japanese problem, no. is it? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. But what if they did? That'd be a great story. I'd I mean, like I, I'm well, not sure them buying a Japanese studio is, I mean, good because. You know, bit more money behind Japanese studios. That's a good thing for us. But if, like, you know, Microsoft and Xbox has done famous, infamously, terribly over there, yeah, uh, I don't think if I was like a Japanese gaming fan, I'm like, oh, brilliant! The big American companies bought one of our companies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone's like, oh, Xbox. For, for fuck's sake, man! It's just like that's also <laughs> well, like another, you know. I, 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 I mean, don't want to engage in that. Even, even, I want to engage with Microsoft now, even less because you feel like you can just buy our companies, and now we're gonna love you. Well, they did also, I mean, in this whole story, because this is from gamesindustry.biz, they like talked about this, and they said they, they had, like... they Platinum also talked about what the problem is with Xbox in Japan. And they said that, like, they felt that Xbox has always felt like it was something foreign and far away mm. to the Japanese market. And then they, like, explained. They said, I think... It says here, I think that Microsoft Japan could do more to market towards actual Japanese gamers' tastes for their consoles. He says, if you want a concrete example, when you unlock an achievement, it says achievement unlocked. And in Japanese, this phrase is translated extremely literally. Compare that with Sony's trophies. The idea is very easy to grasp. And even in uh, Japanese, the word trophy is the same as in English. There's no awkward translation. It's easy to understand. So he's saying it's like the localization isn't great either. And I mean, what... I find interesting about this is when the original Xbox like launched, they tried quite hard to like court like Japanese developers and to get Japanese games like on the system. That's why you ended up with like Dead or Alive and things like mm. that. But it didn't. They didn't seem to care, did they? It just. I don't think it's a market that they're ever going to be able to penetrate. Really, no. No, no but I, I guess I'll keep trying. I mean, I. I but that, that the thing you just said there, James, about the lack of local translation. That that's crazy that they haven't thought. Okay, let's really do everything we can. Yeah. On like a local translation level mm. to mm. try and engage with this audience, that's it's, it's crazy that they haven't. I mean, that feels like quite basic stuff. Like if it, mean, if mm. it means 
key things being renamed over there, that doesn't affect the rest of the business. It's not going to affect us, but it's obviously massive for our local audience. But the fact that I haven't done that, mm. it's like, okay. don't know. I mean, right now, like, I've, I mean, like, the sales of Xbox One are so ridiculously low. It's like, they're, they're, like, they're further behind now than there was when they launched the original Xbox. Like, so, it's yeah, like, really? I mean, Jesus. so, what's like, I mean, when's, when's the original Xbox come out? Oh, this is going to end. Well, that... That was, was it two thousand one or something like that. Yeah, it's like fifteen plus years. What so, yeah. and and they're they're worse off now than they was when they started. <laughs> See that that was what was weird because like with the three hundred and sixty they tried again. Like we're trying to get like more mm. you know like Japanese stuff and all that kind of thing, and that sold worse than the original Xbox did. It like it it didn't even it did even it's worse. Funny it isn't it? Because I know the, the old you know the the tale everyone used to spin was that basically Japan wasn't interested in online gaming. I don't know if that's, yeah. that can't still be the case, surely. <laughs> no, no. And also, that was not interesting, like first person shooters and stuff, and mm. you know. Do you but, know what it yeah, reminds me of? It reminds me of EA's effort to try and get FIFA on the Switch. You know what I mean? <laughs> put put out a shitty sort of half-assed version. No one buys it because it's a shitty half-assed version, and then say we're not going to do it for the Switch anymore. No one bought it. Like you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> yeah, mate. Whose fault is it? That no one's buying it, but uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's uh, it's a problem for Microsoft. I just have no idea how they could possibly sort that at this point. Mm. But I will say, like having a big foothold in the Japanese market is not what it was fifteen yeah. years ago. Of like fifteen years ago or fifteen plus years ago, whatever. Like having a big presence in Japan was a huge thing, but now the big markets are you know, America and Europe. So it's not as critical as it once was with like, you know, like 16-bit and 32-bit and 64, I guess, 64-bit era. So it's a shame. And I feel like it would be great if they were to have a presence there. And Phil Spencer's obviously done wonders generally for Microsoft since he's really come on board. Uh, But I think this feels like a, it just feels like a massive thing. And even if they bought loads of developers and like locally, you know, and did really well on local translation, localization, sorry, of like games and features. I mean, it's still like a 10 plus year thing to turn that around. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next story is that Sony says it's going to reveal games soon. Um, this is just a quick one. And it's, but they've also given like PS Plus and now uh, subscriber numbers. All right. So what this was, was it says, so following the publication, so they, they published their full year financial results on May 13th, and like they said that yeah, they're, they're still on track to launch uh, for 2020, like the PS5. But then during an investor Q&A session, there was this Merrill Lynch analyst who said, Sony's next generation game console marketing compared to uh, Microsoft's software lineup introduction is a bit inferior. Some, some people say it's lagging. So towards the launch of PS5, do you think that you have a passing grade? And if it is a passing grade, what is going well? And then so... Sony's like chief financial officer just responded and said, "Well, on that pa- on that point, I think results will be everything. So after the launch, it will be clear, and so we are going to make our utmost effort." He was like, "Well, you know, I think any of that." Um, but then then they released uh, the, like the the numbers. So it turns out the PlayStation now has like two point two million paid subscribers. That's from like April this year, and which isn't. I mean, that's not great, is it? Let's be honest. No, well, not comparatively not... speaking. I mean, yeah, you'd think. 2.2 million subscribers paying that amount of money every month is 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 good. But then Microsoft are way over 10 million now, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I'm sure since they reduced the price to, like, I mean, now you can get it for about 35 quid for a year. Mm. That's probably why they've increased, like, numbers. And also they have started putting, like, bigger games on the service now, like, more regularly. Yeah, I yeah, think even today still... there's, like, a Call of Duty announcement, wasn't there? The, the latest yeah. Call of Duty is going to be on there, on PS Now? Yeah. Oh, they had that, shit, they... really? Yeah. Then they had Control as well recently and stuff like that. And, I mean, the good thing about those is at least then you can download them as well. It's not, you don't yeah. have to stream them. So it's basically just, it's more like Game Pass, but it's still obviously not as good. There's just, I mean, I was going through it because I've got a sub to it and I was going through like what's available there. And I, uh, you're going to attack me for this, I'm sure, <laughs> but I'm pretty certain there are more PS Now games actually like on the service really? than there are on Game Pass. Yeah. I'm, I'm certain the catalog's bigger. Well, have you There's counted everyone, more games? Hmm? Have you counted everyone? No, but um, I'm pretty certain that there are <laughs> there are more games on it. I'd love to I know think it's if like that's the case. 600 plus or something. But the trouble is, is that there's not a lot of stuff in there that, from my opinion, you'd actually want to play. It's it's not brilliant. You know, it's it's not like yeah, a really there's good a hell film. of a lot. I mean, what what Microsoft are doing well with Game Pass is they're getting a lot of games that are multi-platform games, fifteen pound games that are launching on Game Pass. Like yeah. uh, that's well, that's mm. the stuff that seems crazy. It's like a new game comes out and it's like fifteen pound on the Switch, fifteen pound on on the PlayStation, but it's on Game Pass. Like it, yeah. they're doing that a lot, and it really well, does make yeah, you this, think, "Fucking hell!" Yeah, because with PS Now, as you say, even if the library is very good, there's yeah, there's there's no there's none of that sort of faith in like new stuff coming to it going forward because there's never been any noise around as you say like a game has just come out oh yeah and it's on playstation now or you know sony aren't going like oh by the way ghosts of tsushima that's that's going to ps now or you know there's none of that um but this is because i really think what they're doing like it really feels to me now that these streaming services but also game pass and everything they are becoming like netflix in the sense Mm. that these are the places where you put all the stuff which is kind of like mid-range, really. Like, not this is not like the real blockbuster stuff, and then you still have to pay for stuff that is like considered to be like blockbuster stuff. So if you think about like film releases and stuff, that a lot of stuff doesn't come onto like Netflix or whatever for quite a long time. You still have to buy those if you want to, like through like iTunes or whatever. Yeah. Whereas the you know the stuff that is on Netflix, there's a lot of really good stuff there, but there's also a lot of like middling stuff, mm. and that's how Game Pass and and PS Now feel to me as well. It's like really, aside from the Microsoft stuff, you still have to pay for the things that are coming out that are really yeah, good, for sure. Like the yeah, yeah and don't and forget that uh, Netflix yeah. is pissing money as well. They're like billions in debt. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, like, See, the I'm model sure, doesn't necessarily I'm sure that Microsoft work. are as well with Game Pass. It's just that at the moment they can afford well, they're, that. Well, they're and that's saying part not, the aren't they? Like, Phil Spencer has said in interviews that financially it is working out for them. I mean, maybe that's a mm-hmm. very vague, intentionally vague way of putting it. Like, he didn't say, yes, we are profiting from this. Um, mm. Maybe he just means that, yeah, so financially the hit they are currently taking is a worthwhile investment in securing a larger user base. But I don't know. It's interesting. But it's weird talking about like profit and loss and stuff. Like you might think at home they're losing money because it's what? How much is a game pass maybe like eight quid a month? Maybe. Yeah, but so who, no, how many of those people have actually well, no, paid? Exactly. Them? Okay, so, so we might think, well, they're going to lose money because it's eight quid a month. No, that's just what they're charging. Like it's probably costing them like pennies, you know, because like cloud storage and so on and so forth. And they've obviously set up the infrastructure anyway. And so, like, it, just because people are getting it less than the retail price of eight quid a month doesn't mean they're losing money. Like, it, mm. the, you know, so, no, but- I mean, I, basically, I, I assume, I'm not sure, as, as Sean said, you actually feel when, or someone else from Game Pass said, 
they get like people spend way more in terms of other purchases and and buying they're buying games more regularly after playing them on Game Pass. I wonder if we're going to start. So that's probably seeing... true. But sorry, the, James, go on. The real cost though has got to. It's not really. I doubt the cost. You know, is like the service base and all that kind of thing. It's got to be paying licenses for like having this stuff. Well, on yeah, because they've got I've, to pay I think the developers, I've, haven't I've they? I've said, but I've I've heard that they are incredibly generous. It's not like um, you know we'd heard back in the, you know the early days of PlayStation Plus. Not that it's this. You know, it's not like for like, but. You know, we'd heard that it was basically the money was not amazing and it was pretty much like if you were sure your game wasn't going to sell, you may as well stick it on PS Plus. Or yeah, yeah, I think there was vague, exposure or whatever. Yeah, and I think there was, you know, deals where it could, you know, if you had a new game coming out, you know, Sony would say, well, look, stick your old one on PS Plus. We'll, you know, we'll help you out with marketing and stuff. Um, whereas, yeah, I've, I've heard that with Game Pass, it's like, no, they basically write off the development costs for the game. I mean, it might vary from game to game, but that, that's what I've heard about like larger games, never mind indie stuff. So it's similar in it to like what Epic are doing as well. Yeah. It's, it's, and it is, it is to just grab market share, yeah. isn't it? Like initial, like you do this. I mean, I don't think you're good, like those things like the one pound deal and stuff. If this goes well, that's not going to exist in a couple no. of years. But I, I, like, I, I, I think it will though. Because really? they're always going to want to get more customers. Ultimately, they they would, you know, in Microsoft's perfect world, they would want every single, not just Xbox owner, but gamer, if they can play Game Pass on other platforms, to be to be paying a subscription. Even if it's only a pound. So, like, they're always going to be clamoring for more and more customers. It's not like in the studio's time. Yeah, we're happy with what we got. I mean, I, I, it's been crazy how many promotions there has been. Uh, and the fact also that it's not just you used it once now you have to pay full price. You can basically keep adding promotions and getting things super cheap. But I still think they're going to be doing loads of promotions because ultimately they want to get people on the service. Mm. I do wonder if... Yeah, it you know, seems like, like a key uh, to the to the next gen. It'd be, it's interesting to keep an eye on it for for the next year or so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting the way, you know, so obviously stuff gets added to Game Pass pretty much every week. It's worth pointing out that that is a that is a churn. Stuff does leave on a regular basis as well. So I wonder if you know the the sort of average term on Game Pass will start to reduce. But then that still seems like a decent deal because obviously you know you get the warning like, look, these are the games that are going away this this week, next week, whatever. Buy it now and you get twenty percent off it. That's pretty substantial. That's yeah, good. that's decent. Yeah, that's still still good value and, for money if, if I was doing that regularly. It, I think. Yeah, if I start playing it, you'd be like, okay, well, yeah, I'll buy it, you know, yeah. because I started playing it. Train off, I might as well. It's nice to have it digitally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so I wonder Before, if things maybe, yeah, maybe things will start to spend less and, time. And the fact on I can game say, Pass, hey, yeah. if you get a game of Game Pass, not only you know we're like promoting and stuff, but like there's mm. 10 million customers there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like that's a big, big. That's a lot of eyes on like a, like an indie game potentially goes there, but has a couple of good reviews, and suddenly you know, mm. you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of people see that well, exactly it, yeah so. there's the you know whether this is microsoft's main aim or not probably not but there there is cultural worth as well in the fact that people are playing loads more stuff that they wouldn't have previously considered which is cool yeah yeah they must sure. have liked to try um, a game or genre they didn't yeah. try before before we move on to the next story and while we're talking numbers and figures and stuff i noticed that you haven't included this story about um gta 5 uh, in the news james so i thought i'd just mention it did you see yeah. this Ooh. that they released Ooh, not gonna like that. their sales was it like 150 million or something? 130 million copies of GTA 5 have been sold. <laughs> 130. Now, Red Dead Redemption 2 has sold 33 million copies. <laughs> now, if you forget GTA 5, you look at 33 million copies of Red Dead 2, you think, fuck me, mm-hmm. that is a massive success. Mm-hmm. 
what, 33 million copies. <laughs> but the problem was it was second place in their takings, uh, just down from a GTA V that had <laughs> 130 million next to it. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah. What's the f- and when you look at it, it's not like it's five pound on, on yeah, yeah, yeah. in the shops anymore, is it? Yeah. It's still uh, well, yeah, because we always say, don't we? Like if you if you look at the charts on average week, there's a good chance GTA Five will still be in there. Not like yeah. at the top, but the fact that it's anywhere at all is astonishing. Just and you know, and just because you figure, well, because it's sold, you know, tens of millions early on. Like <laughs> bearing in mind, this is obviously when you know it's now on its second. Like, you know, it was on the prom previous gen and then got, you know, yeah, there was, it was, a, there was a current gen yeah, yeah. So you just sort of figure, oh, well, surely everyone who's interested has bought it by now. Uh, but no, just keeps on going. It's insane. Crazy. Mm. All right. Okay. Um, next news. I, I, did, I did just have a look at about the numbers. It's I think Game Pass has got about 200 games and uh, PS Now has 800. Jesus. So there is. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. What it's got, games are on there? It's got then? previous gen stuff as well, hasn't it, that you can stream? Yeah, because that's, that's the yeah. thing. They've got all the previous gen stuff as well. But again... It sounds good, but then you start going through the lists, and there's not—it's not great. Like, there's not a lot no, of really no good temples. Stuff there. Stuff. Why are they not yeah. promoting that? That's the question. I have no idea. Why are they uh, not going out there and saying, "PlayStation Now, sign up to PlayStation Now." It's this much. We've got four times the amount of games, or whatever <laughs> it is, three times the amount of games yeah. as Game Pass. Like, it's and it's got okay. like you know, saying like, "All right, so looking forward, there's no real guarantee about what's coming to it, but it's got like some of the key exclusives on there, right? Like Bloodborne's on there and stuff. I yeah. think so. It's got that. It's got like the Metal Gear Solid yeah. games and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Which is, I mean, I was even because I've never played Metal Gear Solid Four. Okay. I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll play that one day. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Weird. And- anyway, next story. Uh, so there was a thing about Gears of War Three being on the PS3, um, but it turns out this was just a test. So what it was was that there was early footage of this running on the PS3 developer hardware, and this was posted to YouTube by this guy. He's like, I mean, they describe him on Eurogamer as a self-proclaimed former hacker called Pixel Butts, which is nice. <laughs> um, he says, and then this is the quote, he says, as far as I know, I'm the only person with a working build of the particular data as well. Uh, I don't know why it exists. I don't know why it was made. All I can do is speculate. <laughs> And so what it is, is that the majority of the game was playable, save for two levels, which apparently just break. And the performance was okay, but they couldn't render Anya's hair very well. It turns out that what it was is that, um, I mean, Epic have since come out and said, well, this was just a byproduct of them testing like the Unreal Engine 3 uh, on, on like PS3. This is the reason why it exists. But it seems that the original build was obtained. Do you remember there was that there was that hack of the company's servers in 2011? Mm. Oh yes. Uh, and yeah, it, apparently that was where it, this came from. So, so that was that. I mean, it's yeah, quite a bit of a non-story. This one, isn't it? They they used it to test their engine on another machine and see what yeah. you'd need to do to get one game that runs on one machine working on another. Yeah. I guess let's see what the issues were. Complete, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, nothing to this one. I'm afraid. So there was yeah, there was no point in uh, yeah, Gears was never going to come to PS3. So yeah, that's that's that. Um, okay, next story is that the source code for the original Xbox has been allegedly leaked online. But then also, I think kind of more significantly, it seems that the 3DS source code has also been leaked. Interesting. I mean, yeah. the, so, the original Xbox stuff is interesting because isn't that still an absolute pig to emulate? So that that, that could so, be useful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the 3DS, like, people still have those and use those and... <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, because, I mean, so what this was is it seems that it, this includes the kernel for the operating system for the original console, which was like a custom version of Windows 2000. This is the Xbox One. 
And apparently this has only been like privately shared amongst enthusiasts, and so it probably won't impact the um, the homebrew okay. scene. But uh, but Microsoft is still obviously investigating yeah, it. But the the 3ds thing's worse though because it turns out what they so what's been leaked is the entire source code of the 3ds's operating system, and the problem with this is that the Switch OS is based on the 3ds OS. Really? Apparently. Like there Fucking is? Hell. Yeah, yeah there I'd, is, I'd read that before. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so. Because I mean that's probably not great because that means people can probably figure things out or whatever you know through that. So that's that's maybe not so good. Yeah, I mean a potential R four card for the Switch <laughs> is is really damaging, isn't it? Well, for, the thing um, is, I mean, but obviously they'll they'll do whatever they can to patch the Switch. Would they bother with the three DS at this point? Probably. I mean, it's still it's not oh, selling. I, but yeah, I I don't know if patching the Switch is that much of an issue either. Is it? Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Like it's it's How do you mean? not exactly known for its online stuff. You could easily play that machine in That's uh, play it offline without connecting the of to the it, internet, yeah. and it won't really affect your life that much. It would, yeah. It would take a new mm-hmm. first-party Nintendo release that needed the new firmware to make everyone go, "Oh, all right, then fucking hell." Yeah, I mean, but I, I mean, just think of the idea of buying a, a two hundred pound um, Switch Lite and then just never taking it online ever, yeah. and then buying like a card with games that you can just download. I mean, I'm not suggesting do that. I'm just saying <laughs> that that sounds but, like a uh, an interesting <laughs> proposition. I know, but so so many games now like require like it's not that they require online, but you know they keep ad- I mean the reason they keep adding stuff is probably partly because of this as well. Mm. I mean, like imagine if you bought just like a stock version of Animal Crossing, you know, like to play on that and you never updated it. You're never going to get any of the stuff, yeah. are you? It's be, be rubbish. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, right. I mean, that. you'd you'd hope so. Uh, you'd hope um, that this this isn't the case, and it's not easily modded, and or, or it's easy to sort of patch out um, because it is damaging for you know forgetting Nintendo, but the actual publishers, developers, and stuff. This well, is probably worse for them, isn't it? Yeah, like at the end of the day, Nintendo oh, stuff worse, yeah. shifts. No matter how easy it is to pirate it, whereas yeah, it's it's the smaller games that people be sort of curious about. The you yeah, know the, sure. the Game Pass fodder, if you will. <laughs> yeah, people would try out if it was essentially free, but not otherwise. Yeah, like if you just people are just pirating stuff, that that's the stuff that tends to suffer. Gotta be yeah, good for emulation, for sure. though. Fuck me. Imagine yeah, just but playing... who needs to emulate like, emulate the Switch at the moment? You know what I mean? No, I mean emulating like other consoles on the Switch. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> like. We can get Game Pass on there ourselves. If we, if we put our heads together, we can <laughs> hack it. For right. emu- uh, were you suggesting emulating the, the Xbox, the Xbox One, One on, on the Switch? Switch yeah. yeah. Okay. If we work hard okay, enough, yeah. Cool. Right. We could get to... Just got to get the code right. Just got to make it efficient. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Just do some code in that. Get yeah. to play Halo 5. Yeah. If anyone knows how to code Game Pass on Switch, let us know. Uh, I, mean, cool, no, yeah. I mean, joking aside, so say, you know, joking. obviously there was Sean those rumours of... Um, you know, X Cloud coming to the Switch. Say that didn't happen, but the Switch was hackable. Someone would get that working. It's just streaming. What's going on with X Cloud? I've not heard that for ages. It's still in beta. There's, I've still got the the Android version. Yeah, the, the other day they now they added loads of other countries and stuff to it. Yeah, so they're still right. testing. Have it. you connect? Can you can still you can connect to it now? Can you show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To play yeah. tonight. All oh, right, okay. It's good. Fine. Oh, I mean, I mean, I say it's good. I've got no. I need like one of them fucking clips to just like attach a controller to it, because otherwise it's just not really comfortable to use. But yeah, it fucking works. Cool. All right, then. Okay. Next news story. 
Okay, this is the last one, Thank and it's God. not really a news story as such, but I thought it was worth including because it's I think it's quite interesting. This is so this was a Eurogamer article that was called The Wild Story of How Assassin's Creed Ended Up with Side Missions. <laughs> and what it was is this all came about because Assassin's Creed's like fight system AI lead called Charles Randall answered this question on like Twitter, which was like somebody said, Give me a horror story from your specialty in five words or less. And then he just tweeted, The kids the CEO's kid played it was like the answer. <laughs> And so, so then what it was, was he just, I'll just go through what he says, he says, okay, okay, so if you've ever played the original Assassin's Creed, you know that there are missions with the targets, and there are also a bunch of side activities. What if I told you that those side activities didn't exist in the final submission? So we're all ready to ship the game, first submission goes pretty well, and then, the news. The CEO's kid played the game and said it was boring, and there was nothing to do in the game. And then, so then he's like, so that's how myself and four or five other people ended up in the main conference building of Montreal's PEC building, which is normally only accessible with a special door card. And then we had to then spend all this, like, they had five days to implement side missions into Assassin's <laughs> Creed. And they, he says, like, they, like, did it, like, bug free, like, almost. And they, you know, how they managed to get through it. But I just thought it was kind of interesting, like, how something like that. The stuff like with Assassin's Creed, like they had all those like um yeah, the side missions in it. And that became part of the template, which other games still Exactly. Copy. <laughs> and it's that yeah. kid and you know, Ubisoft like billions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that kid was Phil Spencer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, weird one. Mm. Funny how things work out, isn't it? Hey? I kids say the darndest things. <laughs> right, should we get on to what we've been playing this week? Go and read the article on Eurogamer. I feel bad just reading out their article. Article. It sounds yeah. a bit rough. But there you go. James. It's good, though. It's, it's a good one. It's definitely worth reading. Okay, it's, it's a lovely one. Right, um, should we get on to what we've been playing? Mm. Let's start nice. with Matt. Nice. Um, I've been playing a few things. Um Animal Crossing, well, that's done. Um, I streamed, obviously, Resi <laughs> 3 again on Sunday. I'm really, really enjoying it. Uh, massively so, in fact. Really? Oh, good, I'm um, glad, because uh, yeah, cool. when it came out, I heard a lot of shit talking about it. Or yeah, not, that it, yeah, not that it was so shit, but just didn't compare to the Resident Evil yeah, 2 remake. Yeah, I think, but... like, you know, Resi 2 came out, everyone loved it, it was like an mm. update of a classic, and it was brilliant as much as it scared me. Uh, and I thought, well, Resi 3, that's going to that's gonna be the same. Like All they got to do is just do what they did Resi 2, do a Resi free and and so when I saw the reviews, I was like, okay, I, I was expecting a bit higher, and yeah, and like reading through, there was a bit of like, oh no, it's very short. Uh, the encounters with Nemesis are much more like um, sort of just just key moments rather than a sort of constant presence. And yeah, they're, they're all scripted, sort of, aren't they? The yeah, 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 scripted sort of yeah, yeah. Uh, scripted moments rather than sort of there constantly. Yeah. Uh, so like the general sort of dialogue about the game. When it got reviewed, was pretty bad. Uh, what? Well, okay, I mean, no, pretty bad is is not saying true. It just wasn't as good as Resi Two. Um, and this is definitely a different game. It's definitely much more of an action game than Resident Evil Two. It definitely doesn't have the same sort of level of like scares uh, that Resi Two did. It probably lacks an atmosphere that Resi Two did so well. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, I think the pace has been brilliant. I I think it's just a really really fun game. Arguably, probably more fun than Resident Evil Two. Um, I feel much more powerful, have like more ammo. I've given like, you know, rocket launch, uh, uh, like grenade launchers much earlier into the game than you would in like Resi 2. And like, as, as I said last week's show, uh, the knife is, is indestructible, whereas, you, you know, um, in Resi 2, after a few swipes, you might damage it and then you've got to like get another one and stuff. So it's sort of all built 
for you to have more fun and do more things. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Like there's a, obviously there are bits where I get chased by Nemesis and I don't like it and I scream and I, you know, it freaks me out. Uh, and that has happened on both of the streams so far. Uh, there's been some choice clips of me just panicking. Uh, but actually, it feels less stressful overall because actually when you see Nemesis, there's this sort of like bullet time mechanic where when he sw- when it swings uh, with his fists, you can dodge uh, anyway, really. And so, and if you get it just right, you time it just right, sort of a, you 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 miss his punch, and you have a bullet time thing where if you shoot uh, Mister uh, Nemesis, then you get a bit more uh, damage to him. And actually, if you if you shoot him a few times, and he's got a weak point on him. Then he'll go down, and that gives you more time to explore the area or escape. So actually, seeing him, they are these little little sort of um, cool little sequences, but they also feel a bit like puzzles in a way. You know, there's a lot, obviously a lot of like small alleyways. You're like, I need to get past him. You know, get through this crowd of zombies, escape, maybe attack him a couple of times, run around the corner. So they're much more action packed than Mr. X in Resi, in Resi 2, where I was just like scared. Um, I wonder how much of that is moment. a problem for a horror game. Like, I mean, you're, this is obviously, you're enjoying the game, that's all cool. But if you were selling a, a, a horror game and you're saying, okay, this one, this is the sequel, it's not scary. You got more opportunities to take down the big bad guy that you're supposed to be scared of. You know, there's less tension. Is that? Yeah, I, I suppose some people would see that as a massive negative, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you are if you're after the same sort of you know uh, horror experience of Resident Evil Two, you're not going to get that. Um, obviously, from marketing, that they would never say it's less scary, it's more action packed. But no, I think no, it, of course, it, so. everyone knew it was like much more of an action game. I again had never played Resident Evil Three, so I didn't really know what it's going to be like. But um, yeah, I, I'm actually I'm loving the pace. It, I think again, like I said in last week's show, it feels like you're like you're you're sitting into it almost immediately. The first cutscene, Nemesis is there on you, and he's he's like he's there in the background, and he he's around, and you're in action. It's an action packed game from the first minute. What happened actually happened on Sunday, which was awesome, is that I got to um i basically got to the police station in resident evil 2 because this game happens before the events of resident evil 2 and maybe after i'm not quite sure about timeline but definitely commonly i'm before the events of resident evil 2 so loads of really really cool moments happened i mean my memory is shit with all things and people like hey matt did you know that you know that guy is and i'm like no, I don't know who it's like. How do you not remember him from the last game? So there's been a couple of those moments because I'm just an idiot. But but then but but I all have remembered lots of other things. It's really cool to see moments where I went into um, the police station and you meet a cop and you're like, oh, that's that person you see in Resident Evil Two, and that's and he's actually there in Resident Two, or he's like died, or he's on this and that. Um, I assume that's that that was in the original game, right? Uh, I would assume so. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I don't think that stuff's changed, but it's just really, it's really cool. Like when I was like in this town, I was like, oh, it's like that's the that's the place from Resident Evil Two, and I was like, okay, that's really cool. I'm seeing this place again. But then when I actually got to the police station, I'm like, oh shit, hang on. So now the cool thing is, I'm gonna. And there was an amazing secret. I thought it was an amazing sequence where I went down. I got to the police station. I was told to go down into a corridor to get to another part of the police station, and I basically saw like these like uh, people that were alive get attacked and killed and die in certain areas that you see those bodies in Resident Evil 2. And I know it's like a really simple thing and I know it's done in the original, but it's like, oh, this is really cool. I'm getting to basically see 
how this environment sort of became what it is in Resident Evil 2, but I'm seeing it now happen live. Like, as one guy who gets basically attacked by like a, a zombie, and I was like, oh, that's the guy in the corner. It's like, I, I thought that was really, really, really cool. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I think the pace is brilliant. It's much more action packed. I feel much more powerful, which for me, who was scared of Resident 2, is, is better. You know, I, I prefer being more powerful than constantly shit scared, but there are still mm. some scares there with, with Nemesis and whatnot. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. I'm loving it a lot more than I was worried I would when I read the sort of lukewarmish reviews. Um, and actually, it, let's be honest, they weren't lukewarm. They were good. It's just that they weren't Resident Evil 2 uh, good. But um, I don't know. I saw a lot of disappointment out there. To well, be fair, I, I mean, I'm I saw lots of like, you know six, sevens, well, sevens and eights, and six, sevens and eights. Which yeah, it's not, what, it's not bad. What were what just what were people disappointed about with it though? Because the original was not the best. Yeah, like it really wasn't. Like, um, so I so I, I well, so from what, what I, I didn't read read a review, but I skimmed. Basically, a lot of people are complaining about it's quite short. A lot of uh, some people said oh, it was little as like five or six hours. And again, a lot, again, you know, same reviews or like threads I saw on recent era or whatever. People saying, well, yeah, but the original one was short, so I don't know what you were expecting. Another big point of contention, I believe, is that people is that the game um, they removed some areas from Resident Evil 3 one of which is, I can't remember what it's called but basically apparently one of the areas they removed for this remake is one of the best areas a lot of people loved from the original but it's just not in this one um, so I think people just a bit disappointed, it was short also the the sequences of Nemesis are just really scripted rather than the constant menace of Mr. X in Resident Evil 2 uh, so I don't know, but, but so far I'm, 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 I'm really really enjoying it I think I'm enjoying more because I'm less scared. But yeah, it's just great, great action, <laughs> good, um, go, uh, good set pieces, and it's really amazing actually seeing how the events of Resident Evil Two sort of happen, but sort of seeing it happen in front of your eyes. Yeah, cool. Yeah, you have anything? Yeah, else I, for us? I started playing Descenders today now, which is a mountain biking game. Now, when Sean talked about Lonely Mountains Downhill a couple of weeks ago, three or four weeks ago, whenever it was, um, I downloaded both that game that Sean uh, praised so heavily and also Descenders which I think we discussed on the show so actually they released there was like two mountain biking games um, mm. released in like quick succession and I played a bit of Lonely, Mount, Lonely Mountains Sean and mm-hmm. it, it, I uh, I love the way it looks I think the style's great I love the fact it's like very simple like no music you're just hearing like the sounds of you know the bike and, uh, and on the mountain stuff but I couldn't really get on with like how it controlled Did I, you I don't try know you... there's two different Control modes. Yeah, there yeah is, I yeah. tried them both, and like, because obviously, one, so the, the, the way to like, you know, the, how you view this game is that you see like the, uh, the, the camera is not behind the, the, the player, the, the character you're controlling. It's like an isometric. Yeah, yeah it's shot, isometric. Yeah. So, and there's, there's one the control method whereby when you want to go uh, left on the screen, but from the, from the, from the rider's point of view, it's his or her right you you can like so i pray left if i want i want if i want the bike to go right i will press left based on how it's down the screen or you can do it so you have to press a direction that the bike needs to go even if that feels opposite the way you're viewing it and i tried both of them i couldn't really go on but i did do like i think i might have gone down a bit of the first mountain and I wanted to try it more, but I just stopped for what a I bit of the first mounting. I, I got down and I was like, "Fucking hell!" I tried it for like half an hour, and thought I'm playing something else. Um, a half an hour is not the bit of the first mounting. These, these these levels are like 
Like two like minutes, three minutes yeah. long. <laughs> well, I, well, I, well, anyway, but but no, but I, I fell off loads, and anyway, I, I played for half an hour, okay. and uh, thought it, you know it's fine. But I stopped and played something else, and then today I thought, oh, I, I downloaded that Senders game. I'll see what that's like, and actually, I've had a total blast of it. It is very, very different to mm-hmm. Lonely Mountains Downhill. This is, this is, it feels much more akin to Trials, really. Um, okay. So, so Descenders, it's a mountain bike rate, uh, game. Uh, but unlike uh, the sort of like calm aspect of downhill, uh, Lonely Mountains downhill, where it's just you against a mountain, here uh, you're uh, you can uh, there's sort of objectives to do in each race, and that that will randomise for each like sorry, it's not a race, it's like a point to point. Well, it's not a race, but you're going point to point basically, mm. uh, and and they were like a random objective. So it might be like, hey, do 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 backflips because there's stunts are part of this game. It might be like, do two backflips. It might be do two three sixties. It might be um, go for that, go for the start to the finish without letting go of the accelerator. Um, so you you can bump it from one from the start of the 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 the, the area to to the end, and you can do stunts as well, or you can just go for time. Um, and it's really, really fun. Like, I, 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 it's really, it's really addictive to try and like do a crazy stunt and ultimately crashing. You have like a limited number of, um, of bales you can, uh, that you can do really. So I think you must start off with like three or four. And after four, you basically got to start again. Um, and I, I'm playing the, the career mode. I can't remember what it's called. Um, and so you start off with, I think four and you basically have this like big map to get. Uh, to get across in terms of different levels, so you so you so you'll do one level, we get to, to get to the end, and then you have the option of doing like one of three other uh, uh, races, and then you'll do one of them, and you'll basically you're basically plotting a, a path from the start from the start of this map over to the other side in our map screen, uh, and on that there are like oh if you go to the left race here, there's like a boss. Um, and I, they probably shouldn't use that terminology, but what I mean by bosses, there could be like a massive jump which you need to try and land. Uh, there <laughs> might a be big f- boss, and you just go to it, it's a ramp. Well, yeah, like, but yeah, well, no, it, it is literally that. Like when I was on the map, like there's a boss sign. I was like, oh wow, what the hell? What the hell is this going to be? And then like the objective in the top right corner said, you know, land the boss ramp. <laughs> and yeah, it was, no, that's, that's... Yeah. it was a massive <laughs> ramp over a bridge with like a train going over it. Um, but the thing is, I, I'm finding the sort of the physics and like the stunt sort of model so addictive that I didn't actually, I didn't actually get to finish the boss ramp because I kept, I couldn't stop myself from trying to do backflips and I kept crashing and 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 ultimately I ended. But um, so yeah, like, but the, the actual like act of doing stunts is really fun. Um, doing like front flips, back flips, three sixties, all sorts of stuff is really good. You can just go for speed, and um, although I said like that, when when you go to like a new race, and when your objective is oh don't let go of the accelerator, at first I was like wow this is gonna be pretty tough, but actually I found that actually most of the races you can do it without letting go of the accelerator. In all honesty, uh, even if you go off 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 the course, you can like it's it's not too much of a penalty to do that. You don't really lose much in the way of speed. Um, what are you plan on? I'm playing on a game. It's on Game Pass. Oh, it is on Game yeah, Pass. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and like the the the, the sense of speed is really really good. Like what um, what when you're when you aren't letting go of the accelerator and you are bombing uh, bombing it downhill, it's really excellent. There are like three different types of uh map you can go on. One's obviously very stunt focused. One's uh one hasn't got much in the way of stunts, and the others like just basic like downhill speed. Also, things on the map are there's like different types of uh, racing going to or not race but 
area you can go into, one of which might be like a sponsorship one, so you can choose what type of uh, what type of track you want to go on, and if you want to impress the sponsor, and I believe that's obviously going to help me in terms of my career progression. But I, I'm finding it excellent so far. Like it does, it does not have the style and the panache and the look of Lonely Mountains Downhill. It definitely feels different in that regard. Um, but I've been loving it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I think the music's a big part of it. It is sort of sort of quite um it's basically sort of lo-fi drum and bass uh quite euphoric drum and bass but i think it works really well in terms of like bombing down a mountain and stuff yeah i i wanted to play it sean just to because it'd be interesting to see how you compared the two the two yeah. are very different although they're both mountain biking games um, no, i'll, I'll no, give it a go i've got it, it installed yeah, it's, um, it's excellent. But yeah, I've not heard brilliant things about it. But yeah, I don't know if you, if you enjoy yeah, the that fact much, it came out so, yeah. so close to Lonely, Lonely Mountains or Lonely Mountain, and like I can see how it would compare, uh, not so favorably compared to that. Mm. Uh, but no, I'm loving it. I'm loving it so far. I'm going to keep 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 playing. I've I still haven't actually got to the end of a career, uh, and and or at the end of this like basically there's multiple types of track, and I'm still on the first one. Well, I'm not sure what that's called, but and then it's like a career for that style of track. Mm-hmm. And basically, if I played it safe, I could just do like it's probably like five or so, five or six races from start to finish to end it. Uh, but you have this limited number of bales, and I might have a good, good couple of races where I don't fall off my bike at all. And I'm like, okay, I've still got like five bales and like three races to go. But then ultimately, I'm like attempted by a big jump. And I'm like, I think I could do double backflip here, and then I crash. And so I still haven't mm-hmm. actually finished one of the career modes. Um, has it got multiplayer like we we can play against uh, each other at the same time it it has something so basically when when you start off you're in like you do tutorial in this uh, in this sort of like uh, scrapyard or whatever it is or like there's like a series of ramps and all sorts of stuff and there are other people with like their online names bobbing around that and also on when I'm doing my just single player campaign I'm also seeing the ghosts of other people playing and I'm not sure if that's like live or that's just a ghost time for someone else uh, but I, I think it almost certainly does have a multiplayer. It feels like it's quite quite focused towards that. So we, we should look into it. It's, I think it's great fun and uh, just like the idea of like, I, I just keep crashing, but it's yeah, it's actually really fun, the physics model. So yeah, that, that's the Descenders. I'm a big fan. Cool, and also, cool. I've been playing randomly, I don't know why the other day, I started playing Daytona USA. <laughs> Daytona. Uh, I think because... The, the, what you playing said, on? It's on um so it's a, it's a, it's backwards compatible and someone yeah. said, Oh at the moment on three sixty it's like one pound sixty nine or whatever it was. I already had it. But they like it's it's, one, it's like really cheap. It works on Xbox One, it's like sixty frames a second. I was like, I'll go that, I'll give it a go and yeah, it's still it's still bloody amazing fun. Even LED come up now that had a go. Uh, obviously she was terrible, <laughs> but yeah. Um but yeah, it's just it's. I mean, I haven't got a lot to say about their tone. Has that got online compatible? Like, can you play multiplayer online with that, that as well? That has got multiplayer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shit, man. Maybe I need to. I, mean, I, I, I really just like focus on doing that, doing that first track, and you know, and, and eventually like winning, and then I'm now working on the second one. But yeah, it just makes me more sad that all the other Sega races aren't on backwards compatible on Xbox. So like, why isn't the original Sega Rally on there? Why isn't Max yeah. CT Scud Race? You know, it's just upsetting but it, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm happy that Daytona at least is on there and uh, yeah the music's still class it's still amazingly fun to drive uh, yeah that's- Matt you you probably find those on Playstation Now there's, there's, there's kind of stuff that they have on there there's, it, it, there's if, if Playstation there. Now has the original Sega Rally I will be a subscriber like because yeah, that- I, I would sign up for a month for that easy yeah because the original right. Sega Rally wasn't on 360 
Oh, but it's they, they had stream it, wouldn't it? You wouldn't be able to download it and play it. If it's um, if it's PS3 game, then it's streaming. PS2 games you can download, and PS4 games you can download. Oh, you can download so. PS2 games. I did not know that. Yeah. So yeah. original Sega yeah. Rally obviously wasn't on marketing that thing well, weren't they? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Great awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, original Sega Rally obviously wasn't on any of the consoles, but then there was like the other Sega Rally that came out on 360, but that is not backwards compatible with Xbox One. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if that came out on PS3 or whatever, but uh, I might look into it because if that's on there, I, I might buy, buy it. Because I was like, I, I was looking into getting the original Sega Rally, but because it's not backwards compatible, I'm like, well, am I going to buy a 360 to play this or do I just buy a Saturn and play the original Sega Rally I, ne- I mm. really wanted a Sega Rally fix like the other week and I had no way of playing it uh, but uh, is really good. well talking of Game Pass games um, I've been playing a Game Pass game this week that uh, I don't know about you but I've seen this bloody thing advertised everywhere like have you seen this the golf with your friends yeah, oh, yeah. I, I mean I saw loads in the run up to launch and I was like guys the, the, this, all the videos look brilliant. I'm, you know, very excited to hear what you think about it. Um, so this, I've, I've, I've played this probably about seven to eight hours this weekend. Oh wow! Uh, okay, and during the week, uh, and it is just one of the most frustrating things <laughs> I think I've ever experienced. Simply because the core idea of it is fantastic. Um, sorry, if you didn't catch the title when I mentioned it back then, it's Golf With Your Friends. Um, it's on PS4, Switch, and uh, it's on Game Pass. Um, so did, just before we get into it, right, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, Golf With Friends? No, it's Golf With Your Friends. Do you reckon that's because, like... Um, what, what's I'm that? pretty sure there's a there's the, the a iPhone game called series, Golf With it? Friends. Like, I was going to yeah, say, yeah, I yeah. thought I'd seen this knocking about for a while, but yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Well, it has been knocking around for a while. It's been in, like, a early access oh, right, on okay. Steam, I think, for a while. But... Um, so th- the idea is that it's crazy golf with extremely crazy holes um and the it's a multiplayer game so you're all i think it supports up to eight players it might even be more than that you know um but you you're all competing on these holes at the same time, everyone's got like a ghost ball uh, and you're firing your golf ball, trying to get into the hole as few strokes as possible. Um, and then you wait until everyone's finished uh, and then you see the scorecard and you're competing. Um, I've been, I've played a few times with some mates um, and I've played the most of the time I've been playing with randoms. You just go to play, uh, then it picks a random course and you all plan at the same time. And what, it does it put you against seven other people? You can obviously... Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. And it's a bit annoying because so many people quit out. Like the amount of games that end with just like three people left <laughs> uh, because someone's fucked up a course and thought, fuck this and turned it on, uh, turned it off. And it just takes them out of the scoreboard instead of saying, you know, this player quit and keep them on that scoreboard. It's really unsatisfying to see like you, like you're, oh, I'm third, I'm third. Oh, that's great. And then you get down to the last couple of holes. It's, oh, I'm bottom because there's only three of us still playing this. Because um, the getting through a whole, like an 18 hole course is actually, it does take quite a while. Um, the thing is that concept is brilliant and it's insanely addictive. Like it's really good fun to do these holes all at the same time as everyone else and constantly monitor where you are on the leaderboards. When you get a hole in one on this, you think, fuck me, I'm, I'm going to be higher up here. Um, and that stuff gets extremely addictive. The, the problem is the game is shit. <laughs> like it's such a fucking mess that it's actually frustrating that this is available. I, I, I kid you not, right? Firstly, 
it's not optimized for anything, right? It looks like sh- I'm playing on an Xbox One X. When I was playing with my mates, I turned around and went uh, to buy this console. It's still over three hundred pound at the moment, mm-hmm. and and this is what it's kicking out. You know, popping, uh, really low res textures. Um, just everything looks so jagged, like it, like it could easily. Uh, there's better iPhone looking games, you know what I mean? And I know iPhone games look pretty good these days, but I saw an advert for a, a crazy golf iPhone game the other day, and I was like, "Fuck me, that looks like a billion times better than the game that I'm actually playing." Um, there's you know there's things like the music shit. That some of the courses, in fact, actually most of the courses rely on luck rather than skill. Um, but all of that stuff is kind of you can overlook that shit. Right. If the game is good enough, then fine. If the graphics are crap, then who cares really if you're enjoying the game? Same with the music. You can kind of get over that. It does get a bit irritating, but it's got complete game breaking shit in it. Like twice now, I have been midway through an 18 hole course and my first shot has flown off like it's hit a bomb or something. The ball's flown off and it's caught into a bit of scenery and the game hasn't registered that it's out of bounds. So you just literally sit there you maybe you can take a putt but there's no point because it won't go anywhere because it's stuck in this bit of scenery and it's there's no way of getting back onto the course onto the course that you're on and it's just like so that's it now i'm going to get a massive penalty for not finishing in the time limit uh it's going to push me right to the bottom of the the standings and none of that is my fault that's the game being broken um there's a distinct lack of um clarity with where because when you load up a course, it loads up all the holes. And the amount of times where it isn't clear whether you're supposed to be going for that that hole or that hole, like which hole is part of the hole that I'm competing <laughs> on. Um, uh, granted, if you go into free cam mode, it puts a little flag over the one that you're aiming for. But when you're midway through um, uh, a hole or whatever and you don't want to go into that, maybe you're worried about time. You, you know, it's just not clear. The amount of times I've tried to hit a ramp to hit the hole and I finally make that jump but it real I realize that that's a hole for another thing that we're competing on later on you know it's not the one that I'm currently doing um there's problems with the controls like the the power gauge is just a fucking mess you know if it's anything over a quarter then you ju- you might as well just be going full blast like it's that's a bit of an exaggeration but it's really hard to gauge how much power that you're putting into it unless you've been playing for a long time um as I said, like what you want to do when you see a really crazy hole that you're competing on, you want to be able to press a button, have a zoomed out view of it or like an overhead view of it so you can decide which way you're going to go. Because the thing with like crazy golf is that there's usually several different ways to go. Um, and, you know, one's more risky, but it gets you there in less strokes, stuff like that, right? This one, it says you can, you can press Y I'm playing on Xbox and it puts you in free cam mode for 10 seconds. But while you're controlling the camera to position the free cam mode, you're also controlling the ball and stuff, (laughs) you know? So, so if you accidentally press a, while you're in that free cam mode, it just takes the shot. Like it doesn't, it doesn't say, okay, you're controlling the free cam. You're not controlling your aim or precision or taking a shot now. It doesn't do that. It just goes where well, he pressed A, he's shooting. Even though like my camera's nowhere near the fucking ball. That's and then insane there's a point- that that well, would be left in. Obviously, they have done that is, tests. It's horrendous. Think that's fine, or 
because if you if you press up on the right stick to to tilt the camera up, that is also changing the power gauge <laughs> back where the ball is. Like it's Fucking just hell. it makes zero sense, yeah. right? There's also this weird thing that when you do putt, like say you putt and you've got to wait a minute and a half for everyone else to finish, yeah, because someone's rubbish or whatever. It, it, it says uh, it, that little free cam mode instead of second saying ten second limit on it. Which I don't understand why there's a limit on it in the first place. Like you're yeah. up against the timer anyway. There's I guess, no need is it just, for a timer I guess that's on that. to try and keep the the game speed up. Well, when yeah, but it doesn't matter because you're on a timer anyway. There's no, it makes no difference. But anyway, once you finish, once you putt and you're waiting for other people to finish, you can go into free cam mode, and above that, it changes the 10 second limit to unlimited. So you go, oh, cool. So I can have a little look around the scenery. I can have a nice wide shot to see how everyone's getting on. It it says it's unlimited, but it doesn't. It's still 10 seconds, and then you just can't use it again after that. And it's like, for fuck, it's just this weird stuff in it that you just, you're like, how has this made it into a game? Like, how is this? It's so weird. And I think all this stuff frustrates more. If it was a shit game that I didn't want to play, then it would be uninstalled by now. But because the core concept is really good fun, it's making me go back to it and just playing it over and over and getting even more frustrated with it. So many of these holes are down to luck. So many of them. You know, there's there's like, you've taken a shot and there's like loads of different blocks flying across the green or whatever. And you're just like, well, I'm just hitting and hoping and sometimes I'll I make mean, it through, sometimes yeah, I, mean, I don't. To be fair, Crazy Golf is is that mostly, isn't it? It's not about skill. Well, yeah, okay, but there's jetpacks. That can be annoying, there's, yeah. There's, okay, there's one, uh, there's several of them where there are little tunnels and all of them lead out to out-of-bounds areas, but one leads to the flag. So like the first time you're playing it, you're like, Okay, I'll try this tunnel. Oh, I'm out of bounds and I'm back here again. I'll try this tunnel then. Oh, I'm I'm out of bounds again. Then I'll try this one. Okay, I'm on the green. Great. I mean, what? How does that? Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just so, I mean, so annoying. Because that's annoying. But the, yeah. the title, golf with your friends. There's not a fucking ounce of fat on that. That's uh, yeah, brilliant. That's like it doesn't need to be like it just needs to be competent. Yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> that's that's the thing. It just needs to be like the millions of like crazy golf games that are out there that work, yeah. and it's not. But, uh, but on a console the, with my mates, that that's yeah, uh, that would yeah, be great. Yeah. It doesn't need to be that. Doesn't even need to be that special as such. It just needs to be slick, and it's nowhere it, close. It'd be like, nice if it looked good. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. If, <laughs> if the holes had a lot of imagination that didn't hamper actually what you're doing there's a lot of like power-ups and shit that are just not explained and you've got to just work out yourself (laughs) and some of them there's jetpacks where you fly the ball there's where you jump but it's all so janky that sometimes it just doesn't work and you're done you know (laughs) it's a weird i I guess the trouble with that more than anything is like these aren't i mean there are bugs and you mentioned that but like all that stuff for the camera isn't a bug that's just how it's been built it's just poorly implemented for whatever reason so it's not like oh it's okay that's not be fixed well i mean maybe after public perception maybe after feedback yes they will fix it but it's not like oh can you fix a weird bug in that thing yes we'll do a next patch this is like can you rewrite how you've done the game because it's bad 
this is like a this is like a fifteen pound game on the other systems. If I'd have paid for this, I'd be furious. And looking at the comments and stuff underneath the ads that are all over Facebook, um, the the they're all like people saying I bought this on Switch and it's dead on there. Like so, really? you go to play with randoms or whatever, you just can't get a game. Um, although saying that, I have noticed this because I've seen people streaming this as well. When you go to play online. There's two options, right? It says what um, it, it gives you a server region. So on mine, it said Europe. And then underneath it, it says start, right? Mm. But if you, so you look at it and you think, okay, start and I'll join. But it, if you look to the left of where it says start, it says region detection. <laughs> so what you do is you go down, you press start, and all that's doing is trying to detect what region is best for you to play in. And then it changes the Europe to whatever the best region is for you. And then underneath that, it says, press the start button to begin. The amount I did this the first time I played it, the amount of streamers I've seen that have gone, okay, I'm going to play this online with random. So, okay, I hit start. Okay, nothing's happened. I'll hit start again. Okay, it looks like I can't play this online yet. And then they back out and then play it on their own. And it's like, (laughs) what? It's just... The implementation of pretty much everything like that is just a mess. And I think if, who knows, if they worked on the game well enough, I I mean, I think it's built to just play on everything, right? Although it hasn't got, don't quote me on this, I don't know 100%, but it doesn't appear to have cross-platform play, um, which is an issue if you're buying it on a system where no one's playing it. Mm. Um, But I think if they really did work on this a hell of a lot i don't know even if that's possible and they made it look good they made the control they refined the controls and got all that to work then i i could see this being another game that i get completely addicted to and play for years Mm -hmm. you know what i mean if the content um, was constantly uh updated and all that stuff but as it is man it is shocking i've not seen a a game this shoddy for a long time you haven't Um, actually talked about what the actual golf feels like so like when when, it's part golf isn't it what is there there's not much to say but but when that works and you know what you're doing and you know like does that is that satisfying at least not really not really I, i i i mean because the power gauge is so you know you go from tapping to like <laughs> a drive shot um, in the space of this power bar, there's it's you know that can be a bit frustrating. Well, but- if they haven't got that down, then I don't know. I mean, like yes, they could fix the camera stuff you mentioned. Yes, they. I mean, I don't know about graphically. Maybe for the reason getting eight people on it, it has to be like graphically bad. But you know, but also I will live with poor graphics if the game functions well and they can fix. Yeah, the if the game things. feels good, yeah, yeah, it doesn't feel good. good. And, and, and then, the other thing is the physics. Bit. There's there's so many ramps and jumps that you need to do in this. But when the physics is slightly off, it's just like, what is the point? I had one where I had a really tight shot and around two corners to get past. And But if I did it, then I'd be right next to the flag. If not, it would have gone straight in, right? So I line this shot up. You know, I use the precision aim stuff. I hit A. It went past the first corner then hit an invisible bit of like scenery or whatever <laughs> that was sticking out further than the corner. It was completely invisible. It looked like the the physical um, area of the corner was larger than the visual area of the corner, and it just hit that and flew off. 
And I was like, brilliant. Okay, great. So I've seen this there and it, it looks like the game is just such a wreck that there's no accounting for any of that. So like, there's no accounting for <laughs> I've it. Just, I've had a look. According to Google, so I assume this has been in early access because apparently its initial release date was the 29th of January 2016. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I saw, I saw a video yeah. on YouTube taken three years ago yeah. playing this game in early access. Yeah, did it look better so just, or worse? So just like the fact that it's still got all these issues, and I'm not saying yeah, four years in the making. Yeah, and I'm not saying yeah. that you know console ports are easy or whatever. But fuck, I'd be interested to see if the PC version's any better. Like, is this just issues they've introduced in doing the console ports or, or what? I don't know, but hmm. But I mean, I, I kind of want you guys to see it. Well, I'll, 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 I'll really try it out of curiosity, it. if nothing else. I do, yeah. yeah. Even even before you said so you what could... you felt like, I, said, I I think for like a few weeks, I was, I think I'm definitely posted it in, a, in in our WhatsApp. Like, this could be amazing. You know, we all love like everybody's golf and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Eight players online. How can that not be great? Yeah, <laughs> so I still want to play like it. A, a half decent, but no still frills stream. golf let's game do, with your let's mates. Do the stream. Is, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, let's do anyway, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I wonder what's actually. So you said this is on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's on Game Pass. So, yeah. So, um, so you've got a. So, if you're like, I don't know if your Xbox can run it though, James. That's the only problem. <laughs> that, that <laughs> that is a problem. Yeah. It's too crap. That's got more than three for your Xbox. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so when you're playing with the other eight people, when you go to take a shot, do you does your ball ricochet over the other balls, or do you pass? No, no, no. They're all ghost balls. You just go through them. They're non-existent. Okay. But Harry enjoys watching it. So that's why I've put so much time into it the past couple of. I mean, eight hours, um, considering all his issues. Like there must be I something. I would say, there. yeah, seven to eight hours. I've I've played it a lot, um, but then the, yeah, that each each round of eighteen takes a good you know forty minutes. So, uh, yeah, well, not well, not I'll, great. I've got it downloaded. I'll I'll bring me in to give it a go. I will do. Yeah. Concept's brilliant. Execution really poor. Mm. That about sums it up. Um, Sean? Hello. Um, just a, a few short ones, really. Um, played a fair bit more Cloudpunk. Um, nothing major to add other than it's properly grown on me. I know last time I was talking a lot about the voice acting and stuff. Um, it's fine. Like, you get used to it. It's not ideal. Like, obviously, I would rather that it was better. Um, I was thinking about the fact that, like, what made them go for like you know obviously because it's, it's it's an indie game what made them decide that every character should be fully voiced um and then i realized it's because like a lot of the conversations happen as you're driving around so obviously if you were trying to read and drive at the same time that would be really annoying um so i get it but it's just it's clear they didn't really have the budget or like you know a lot of the actors involved might be really good but they've obviously just had zero direction right they've just been stuck in a booth here's a script get on with it um but I'm just like I'm enjoying just the flying around the city loads more. Like I've properly got used to the handling. I've got like a load of upgrades for my car now, um, so I'm just like properly like flying around all over the place. It's really good fun. Um, the story's getting really interesting. Um, so yeah, I think um, I'm about eight hours in. Apparently, you can finish it in about ten. So probably have that finished this week. So yeah, still has that first person beta thing launched yet? It's yeah, so yeah, so yeah, uh, like the other week I was saying um it really needs a first person mode and yeah, it turns out they That's are right. adding one. Yeah, so you can if on Steam you can sort of enable uh beta updates and yeah, that that adds it. So I've not tried that yet. Um so I'm really excited about it. Is it that. available on GeForce now? Uh oh, I don't know. 
It's a good question. Well, GeForce Now. That feels like so long ago. It's GeForce Now. Anything available to GeForce Now anymore. Oh, he's right. He's got it there. Um, It's coming to console, though, apparently. Um, I didn't right, realize. Okay, so I'll wait then. yeah, that, that'll be good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that feels that feels Game Pass. Yeah, um, um, I, that's a sounds like a disc, but it's not. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, yeah, still really enjoying that. Um, I played a bit of Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I think who hasn't? Well, the past couple of months, yeah, it's crazy. Um, Everyone's tried it. <laughs> so yeah, so it's been talked about. I can't remember if I said. I think yeah, I think we said last week, didn't we? That so there was this deal on the Epic Store that if you downloaded GTA Five for free, they also gave you a ten pound off voucher, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey was on sale. So I got it for six quid. Um, I've only put like an hour or two into it, which obviously you know for the scale of an Assassin's Creed game is nothing. Um, but yeah, do you know what? It's fine. Doesn't it, like a lot of the earlier Assassin's Creeds just instantly pissed me off I don't, I don't know i didn't just just didn't get on with the you know the, the design mindset behind it all um whereas this has been absolutely fine um characters are all quite fun and interesting um the world's absolutely stunning obviously everyone knows that um it's quite you know i've only done one um it, it seems like you can basically not play it like an assassin like all the abilities are there's like a whole tree of assassin abilities and then the load of just straight up melee combat ones um, so it seems like you can just fucking murder your way around the place if you really want to. Um, but yeah, like I've, I've done a couple of missions where it's like, oh, actually that was, so, you know, say you, you're going into a, a, like a huge estate and you're stealing something, sort of getting in and out and then realizing I didn't even see half of it. But it's like, oh yeah, shit. So that probably means there's loads of other ways I could have done that. And that's quite interesting and cool. Um, not that I'll be replaying any of it, but, um, yeah, just it's nice. It's really nice. And I've had a quick look at the I forget the proper term for it, but you know basically the history tour mode. Oh my god, have you seen yeah. that stuff? Fuck, it's so good. Uh, it's it's I mean, I watched uh, a YouTube just a brief YouTube video to see how they present yeah. that stuff. So I literally did only 5 <laughs> 10 minutes, but I was really impressed. <laughs> The YouTube video was eight hours long. <laughs> Fuck me! <laughs> so, you know, it's not a gimmick, is what I'm saying. Yeah, they no, this clearly is it. I put was a like, lot of effort into this. Yeah, so you, you're walking around like as a character from the game, and um, yeah, and there's loads of people, um, you know, just civilians sort of milling about. But yeah, basically, there's little bits you can run up to and trigger, and it get and it's there's it's like actual historians and museum guides doing all the the dialogue and stuff and explaining what's going on and and what you can see around you and stuff it's fucking fascinating um i'd love to you know there's part of me I, if i haven't got the time yeah but the idea of doing that tour and like really taking it all in mm. then playing the game mm. it just sounds well, incredible. Yeah, that's well, because because I was a bit like, do. I don't know what I want to do first because I feel like doing the tour first and then playing the game might spoil moments from the game. Maybe. No way. I, I, I think it's more interesting yeah. to know the history of the place as you're going through it. Yeah. That's, you know, that's got to be that's got to be really interesting. Right? Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah. Um, the problem is, who's going to put eight hours into <laughs> <laughs> eight hours into an Assassin's Creed game? Before you start an Assassin's yeah. Creed game. <laughs> but yeah, and considering the game's yeah, already um... massive. Um, so yeah, I, I'm happy I've got it. I'm probably just going to dip in and out. I don't think it's going to be something I obsess over, but it's just a nice place to be. Um, nice world to be in for a little bit, um, especially since you can't fucking go outside. Um, the last one is... Uh, so I, Hold on, before okay, you move yeah. on, did you find it funny how 
there's an option because obviously there's horse riding in yes. this one and uh it's funny how there's an option to just press a button like yeah. at least even with red dead you're controlling it a bit <laughs> during the uh, automatic moments with this one it's like press a button and thing. just watch I mean, him I, walk there yeah i quite like that though because it reminded me of like witcher 3 where i spent 90 percent of the time just looking at the mini map rather than even you know rather than actually taking the world in and i like the fact that yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know when you first start playing it's like basically it says like how how guided do you want this to be because everything's been designed so that you know people will say like oh it's to the south of this town or oh follow this road and go this way or whatever and you can just do that without there being a big fucking icon going go here um so that's quite cool um yeah i've heard a lot of people that i know that have played this Mm. this week they were like, yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. And then within an hour, <laughs> turned it gone, off. Okay. <laughs> ah, no, I don't want to do this. <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, so, yeah, yeah, glad I've, glad I've got it. It'd be nice to just, just cool. have that on the, you know, bit on the side. Um, I streamed Disaster Report 4 again last week, and I am not going to bother continuing for a number of reasons. It's um, over. So, one, it's, it's just been fucking dry. Um, like there's been there's been exciting bits, you know, for every sort of two two hour two and a half hour stream, there's been the odd sort of exciting or funny bit, but there's like some areas have just been a fucking slog, and it just feels like really artificial padding. So like you're in an area and it's like you know oh something's happened, we need to figure out who did this, um, like someone's committed a crime, let's find out, and then you have to. It's just there's no logical thread to any of it. So I've just started using a walkthrough um, because it's just not fun. It's just been me running around. Who the fuck do I talk to? I don't know. Um, this is bollocks. And I'm not, you know, like when James was getting pissed off at L.A. Noir, that was funny. But <laughs> this just felt boring. Um, and never mind. I, mean, you I will know, say, Sean, it wasn't boring. Do you reckon? Um, no, yeah, it wasn't boring. I mean, I, I know you're getting frustrated. And yeah. yes, you might think, hey, this isn't exciting like yeah. other streams and yeah. stuff. But no, it wasn't boring. Um it was still still really insane to watch, but I could see it's frustrating and yeah. yeah. It was just yeah, it was just wank like yeah, you know, and I said this before about the older, you know, like raw danger is yes, it's very low budget, but it's very keen not to piss you off. Like everything kind of makes sense and works and like yeah, it looks kinda like shit, but it's <laughs> but it's it's considerate of your time. Whereas this just feels like it's artificially padding stuff out at every step now. Um and then yeah, so at the end of the stream, I was like, yeah, do you know what? I'm going to just look, have a quick scan through the walkthrough, see what's left because I don't like, I really want to get it wrapped up um, because I'm just not enjoying it at all now. And uh, yeah, uh, in reading what happens in the final chapters, there's some really cool and quite funny stuff. Um, like everything gets like pretty ridiculous, uh, but there's also some absolutely horrific stuff um, that like, like the games had like bits of tragedy in it, right? Like obviously it's set during a natural disaster, during an earthquake, and like people have died and stuff. Um and at times it's sort of like a bit silly with with, you know, the the tragedy of it, whereas other times you're just like, Oh, that was actually really horrible. Thinking particularly of the bit where the, you know, the woman with her baby and a young child just like they're just in a block of flats that just fucking collapses beneath the ocean as you leave. Um and like, and combined with the fact that the game is often quite funny and gives you all these opportunities to just be a complete dick, that was already quite awkward. Um, 
but then yeah finding like so some of the stuff that happens in the final chapters is just horrible and it's not you know i'm not saying games can't touch upon um you know difficult themes but fuck me this isn't the game to do it like <laughs> and you just surely you're just not convinced that they can do it in yeah. a good way basically just, yeah um, because as i say there's, there's already yeah. been these sort of like fairly bad tragedies and i'm just like oh shit like i you know i'm streaming this game because it's quite funny and i say there's all these weird dialogue options and stuff and you can just kind of be an idiot so to then suddenly go ah it's serious now actually it's just like no i don't doesn't work it doesn't earn it um so yeah basically i mean yeah no no specific spoilers but yeah in the final chapters there's um basically stuff about like suicide and sexual assault and stuff um and it's just like nah fuck this i'm not doing it like you know it's, it's like you're not life is strange do you know what i mean it's just, <laughs> doesn't doesn't feel you're not detroit become human are you yeah well, i think even like even that it's just awkward to stream stuff like that well, exactly yeah, like yeah. even if it was your little well. face in the bottom left hand corner yeah, watching it like and subscribe and like, guys like it's just not yeah yeah exactly yeah thanks for the subscription uh shine yeah. well. uh, there <laughs> You know, it doesn't really. Yeah, yeah so I just right. yeah, I wasn't particularly enjoying it anyway, Awkward. and yeah, after finding out some of the latest stuff in it, I just, yeah, no thanks, uh, not keen. I mean, you know, if anyone's played it to the end and wants to insist that actually it's handled really well, fine, maybe I'll play it in my own time. But I'm, yeah, I don't think I'm comfortable streaming it either way. So bin that off. Um, Good. But this week, I mean, obviously by the time you hear this, it'd be too late. But I'm going to start streaming the saboteur. <laughs> Why did, have you chosen yeah, this what, game? What's happened? Uh, because I really speaking of tasteful stuff, this was the game where you had to pay extra to see the girls' boobs. Well, this is the thing. Uh, I don't think that was the case, was it? I think <laughs> there was. The thing, was the like, he has paid extra. He's got the, the <laughs> deluxe edition. <laughs> well, this was in the era of EA, basically. You know, to try and battle um, second. <laughs> it's absurd. Yeah, the pre-owned stuff. Yeah, the pre-owned stuff. They were like, oh, and but yeah, you don't like, get to see the boobs. Yeah, there's like you can use like script clubs as like a hiding place from the nazis uh no basically i remember it being like really stupid and kind of funny kind of intentionally but also sort of not um and you get to batter nazis in it so i just think it'll be quite good fun for a bit also the main character is me i don't think it'll hold up no i think you're probably right i think that's i'm sort of expecting that to be part of the fun um, I bought it. I bought it for that was in a period where a lot of people would cling on to not the non AAA games and hold them up, sort of BT, in this light, yeah. Yeah, yeah, as if they were classics yeah. and we were all idiots because we never played it. <laughs> um, so I I saw it on sale. This was probably about two or three years after it came out, and mm. I thought, you know what? Everyone says this is excellent. Mm. I'll play this. And it did some interesting stuff at the start, mm-hmm. but then a bit about midway through, I was like, oh, <laughs> God, I don't think I can be bothered anymore. Yeah, so I mean, I, yeah, I'm expecting some mildly problematic stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's see how we go. I just think it'll be fun for a see bit. I'm not, you know, I, might, I probably won't even finish it. I just think it'll be it'll be fun for a bit, but we'll see. So, um, so you would have There's actually streamed this, Sean. That eventually EA crumbled and they just included the uh, nipples in for free. Oh, did they? So yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah they dropped that. <laughs> really? Oh, I need to, I'll need to find out if I can turn that off because we'll, I'll get us banned from Twitch if I'm not careful. Uh, yeah, good. 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, so by the time you hear this, Sean, you you would have streamed us last night, wouldn't you? By the time you yes. hear this, so yeah, yeah. so so the so the first the first uh, video of Sean stream will be up on our YouTube channel, YouTube channel now. So. Yeah, mate. Which is what's our YouTube channel now? Well, just search for TCGS on YouTube, but it's it's yep. slash TCGS Co. Co. TCGS Co. Yeah, mate. Is the one to slash there? Um, right. Okay. Cool. Is that that's it? That's it for me. Yeah. James Farley, he plays games, plays games all of the day. Tell us about them. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I played, I mean, I played two things this week. Uh, One thing I played this afternoon, actually, because it's bank holiday. And that that was (laughs) Iron Man VR. I I played that because they had the the demo came out. Oh, shit. I thought this was not happening for a while. Have I completely made that up? The game had been delayed heavily. Think, okay. Yeah. It's been delayed, yeah. But then it's been, yeah, they, they released the okay. demo today. And this is developed by Camouflage, who did Republic, oh, yeah. which I don't, I never played. It's but... Ryan Payton, and like, who obviously worked on Metal Gear before, and he mm. set up his own mm-hmm. studio. But yeah. Any good? Iron Man or Republic? No, but Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it, actually. All right, I mean, cool. it's, what else it have you <laughs> Do you want me to continue or not? Oh, I don't know, <laughs> really. Go on, what, what? Go on, what'd you do? Fly about on that, dear. Yeah, you, you fly about. I mean, use use the move controllers, obviously, as like your hands. And it's, I mean, you know how Iron Man works in that, you know, he uses like your hands to like fly around and stuff or shoot things out of them. And obviously it works quite well with the PlayStation VR. But then also, I mean, the other thing that works quite well is it's got the combination of like the Iron Man UI that you've seen in the films and stuff works quite well with the headset, obviously, because, you know, you're putting that on and it feels like it's enclosed around your head, which oh, works pretty cool. Well. And, um, yeah, it's 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 quite good. I quite enjoyed it. I mean, it, what the the demo offers you two things. You get like a a tutorial thing where you do like time trials where you've got to like fly through things and stuff and shoot stuff, and then you go through like an actual mission, which I I don't think it's like a full thing, but it's like part of it where you're on like a plane that then gets attacked and you have to like jump out of it and then shoot things down and stuff. And it's it's fine. It's it was really Does nice. Does it feel I, like I, a I game or an experience? Uh, if it does feel more like an experience, honestly, feels like, like really scripted and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, very, very, very scripted. And um, but it still feels like it works very like you know because obviously with PSVR you can't really move around mm. a lot. Like you know, as you, it's not like room scale VR or whatever. But with this, because of the fact that you're mostly moving just by directing the move controllers, you know, like by tilting them in different directions to change the angle of your flight. It works mm-hmm. quite well um, because of that. Although I did, when I played it, I did lock the room, like lock the door on the room because I didn't want people coming in because I realised that I'd look absolutely ridiculous because <laughs> you, you have to spend quite a lot of time when you're flying, like putting your arms behind your back and stuff like that. And it looks, it looks stupid, I've I think. I've got to but, see uh, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, when are you going to start uh, yeah. streaming VR stuff, but where we can actually see you while you're doing it? That's what I want. <laughs> Never. Absolutely That's never. That would never happen. Uh, I mean, it's annoying because I have to. I have to always shut the door when I'm, when I'm doing this because otherwise the kids. Like if it's during the day, the kids just come in and just start taking <laughs> this. Like you know, it's honestly they do, and I know that they do respect. I know, I know they're doing it as well because you know, like you can see it in the yeah, corner yeah. of your eye, and it's like I can see them dancing <laughs> around and like mocking me and stuff, and it's just like I'm not having this. Just go away. I'm going to shut the door and, and play this. But uh, yeah, but it's good. I mean, it's for free. It's worth a download if you have got PSVR and give it a go. I mean, I think I didn't play the Spider-Man um, demo that came Ooh, out. Oh, that was you know, there was that you know, was, was rough. 
Yeah, yeah, I heard it wasn't good, but this this was much better. I think this this work. It, this feels like it fits the platform yeah. quite well. well like, I think the and as an experience, the Spider-Man not... was just a bit of a promotional tour, wasn't it? Yeah, that obviously was just this a is a demo for an actual yeah. VR thing. Yeah. Thing, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, as I said, for, for free, it's worth I, I, having a look. Does this um, make you more excited to play the full game, or uh, not? Not particularly, because I'm not I'm not a massive fan of Iron Man. Like, it's not really something that I'm really into, but. This it does feel like it fits this very well, and uh, yeah, it looks alright. If it's cheap, I'll maybe I'll pick it up later, but I wouldn't be like a day one purchase for it. Mm. But yeah, cool. it's not bad. All right, what else um, you been playing? The other thing I played this week is Horizon Zero Dawn. So I've been playing this for about how long? Probably about a week or so, maybe even longer than that. I've actually finished it. What? No way! Um, what I, the <laughs> I know. Smash through that. I know. I know. Because it's incredible. I mean, it's crazy, right? Because. I mean, I've done a mat. Like I've I've smashed it over the last <laughs> couple of days because, like, you know, just playing it in the evening and stuff like that for like ridiculously too long. And I mean, to be fair, I did mainline the whole thing. Like mm-hmm. I I did about two or three side missions, but mostly just stick just stuck to the like the main the main story. And um, yeah, I finished it in. I think it, I looked at the clock. It was about twenty two hours. Like a beam. Okay. Like it took me to finish it. It was a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. Because you know, like how usually with those like massive open world games, you're looking, you're thinking, oh, this is going to be like forty or fifty hours or whatever. And that is what put me off initially playing it because I was just thinking I don't really want to get into something like that at the moment. But when I decided to just sort of mainline it, it became yeah a lot less sort of daunting to get through. And I mean, who, who's played it here? Because I know Dave, you've played oh, it, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. Did you did you finish it? No, no. Um, I can't remember where I got to. I know that um, I know that I got like way far into it before I realised that I was supposed to see one of those giraffe ones like really early on. <laughs> yeah, I I walked like I basically got to the other side of the map doing story stuff. And then yeah. I went, I really want to see one of those giraffe ones. And then I looked it up and it was like, <laughs> like right at the start it was like yeah turn right here and do the giraffe one and i was like oh fuck <laughs> okay, okay so i then traveled all the way back because i don't did i have fast travel i don't think so see that yeah the fast travel in this game is really annoying yeah, it did, the way it works. it's not it, it's not easy if i remember correctly is it to just fast travel to places no, what it what they do is that like the tall necks, you like it's it's just like in Assassin's Creed. I don't know if they, they're still like this, but they they were when I played it, and also Breath of the Wild, where you have like you know like structures in this these these massive like giant like uh, like robots that are like walking around. That's that right. Yeah, the yeah. Top. They actually are the fast travel points, aren't they? Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. No. They. They. No. What they do is they. You once you climb to the top of one of those, it unlocks like. The map, yeah, like, that's you can right. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see everything like on the map, and you get like that dizzying array of just like millions of icons <laughs> that's right, like, after yeah. you've done that, which is quite annoying. And you can, I mean, I switch them off like as soon as I could because it's just crazy. You like open it up, and it's like I can't even see yeah, the yeah, map yeah, yeah, like yeah. for just all these icons, which is kind of crazy. But, but, the, but each then, activity was pretty fun, if I remember correctly. Like clearing the bases yeah. and stuff was actually pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean. That's the thing, because like even climbing the tall necks, you see, what I did when I played it, you see, I played it on easy as well, which is probably another reason why I got through it quite Actually, that quickly. that sounds all right, though. Um, because it... I'd, I'd be, yeah. yeah. If, I was, if I was to go back to it, I'd definitely just stick it on easy and smash through it. Yeah, because it, it, I mean, I, I started playing it on normal and I was like, yeah, this is bearable, but it's also a bit mm. irritating, you know, like from... Because the combat is fun, but it's not that fun that you'd really feel like I absolutely have to master this I can't you know like I can't get through no, it I think, I'm gonna, like... I think there's definitely a scope to be like that the problem is oh yeah definitely there's yeah. a lot of waiting around mm. 
Like when you're in yeah. combat, there's a lot of hide and wait for the right yeah. moment, and uh, that just becomes a little bit tiresome, doesn't it? And and that's the problem because then, like, when you do something and if it doesn't come yeah. off and it like ends up being a disaster, you're like, ah, oh, I don't know if I can be bothered. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> keep doing this over and over again because I mean, the way the combat works is great because it it is like you know you you scan like the the robots that you're fighting and then you like identify weak points and that's one of the like the things that's pretty cool. Like you know, you're selecting the right weapon, particularly like with the fire stuff. I really like that. How you like you know like select a you know fire at like um like a weak point and then it'll catch fire and sometimes you don't even have to like keep hitting the thing you can just wait for it to like explode on its own because it's like got a fire inside it you know from from what you've done to it which is which is pretty good but the the, with the fast traveling the way it works is that you you unlock like fire like uh you know like campfires that are around and you can fast travel from campfire to campfire but you can't do it like just completely you have to you have to like buy these items or craft items that allow you to fast travel um which is quite irritating at the beginning um, because you can't like go from place to place, and also because like I mean the, there is a lot of combat in this. Like if you're if you're just travelling from place to place, definitely you're going to get caught up in a lot of combat, which is okay, but it does get a bit tedious from time to time. Later on, I did find that you could get like this golden like fast travel thing, which which got rid of that requirement, so you can just do it whenever you want, and it was that that made it a lot more enjoyable. But the the actual stuff like climbing the tall next to like unlock the map, I enjoyed that oh, because so each one. Yeah, I mean, and each one is kind of like different enough as well. Like the challenge is different enough to make it like interesting to go through. And also, like you said, like even like clearing out bandit camps and stuff was fun. Yeah, like, the, when like, you see a tornick for the first time, it's a proper moment, and it it's just the yeah. scale of it. You're like, fuck yeah! And then when you work out that you can climb them, it's like, oh my god, this is just fantastic. Um, and I remember yeah. the upgrades being really good as well. The first time you upgrade the where you can hack them and ride them, it, it yeah. that was like a that's just it's like playing a game for ages and then getting a vehicle it's like fucking hell it was that was such a cool moment that and like with the skill upgrade system as well like one of the first things i tried to go for was the thing where like you can you can just sort of like summon like something like to come to you like to you know that you want to hack you know that, that you've hacked already so that you can always have like a, a horse or yeah, whatever to like right. ride yeah, around yeah, yeah. on and stuff like that which was really good and uh, see yeah, I, mine I mean, was all combat focused I, I remember the first one that i unlocked was the slow motion one because i was just like mm-hmm. the amount of times i was getting charged and didn't get out of the way quick enough i thought yeah. like when you there's one way it, like it goes into slow motion when you pull your bow out or something doesn't it mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah. it's made, yeah keep hitting them in the eyes so much easier that uh yeah you can do that and then you can get other ones where you can like notch extra arrows as well like as you're like so you like you get the time to like draw your string and then like notch like maybe three arrows and then it fires like all three at the same time and stuff like that and that stuff is all brilliant and it also it looks amazing as well i mean i'm sure this i mean obviously everyone says this about it but it, it looks absolutely stunning it's one of the best looking games i think on ps4 that i've that i've uh that i've played through and which is great i mean the thing, I mean, how did you feel about the story? Because I thought it started out quite weakly, but then I did See, quite get into I it. didn't. I, yeah, I thought the story, the actual plot, was quite weak at the start. But the 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 um, world setting, like the world building mm-hmm. at the start, was fantastic. So although the plot yeah. was pretty much, oh, I found this thing, and oh, what is it? And it's a bit like okay, and um, but actually, the world building, building up. Who runs that world? Because, uh, I mean, if you remember correctly, there was a lot of uh, a certain side of the internet complaining that this was a world run by women. Mm. Like, it's all about mothers. Heaven forbid. And, yeah. 
Yeah, I know. Um, it's all about mothers, and the, they are the important characters within these um, uh, tribes and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I remember there being a lot of complaints by that, but I, I remember playing it just going that that I didn't even consider that. I just saw no, the, the, like, I the thought just that same, whatever, but it felt like it totally worked. Yeah, that. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a problem. Yeah, and it, what was great, what I liked about well, it, it wasn't. It's like you say, it's just certain dickheads, isn't it? What I liked about so, it is that in the opening two hours of it, it explained what the tribe was, and it showed why people appreciated the tribe so much but also showed their flaws. And so mm-hmm. it was like introducing a completely new society to you, showing the good side of it and showing the bad side of it in the space of two hours. It did it perfectly, I thought. So although mm-hmm. you understood the need to try and be part of this tribe, you also saw the need to get the fuck away from them and uh, and uh, sort some other shit out. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I really, although, yeah, the plot wasn't grabbing me as much, but the, the world building really was. But then, I mean, as as the game goes on, I felt the plot did start to grab me because, I mean, it's the usual thing of, you know, like, the we've heard the story many, many times, you know, robots taking over and all this kind of thing. But I felt it did have quite a nice take on it and and the way that uh, way it plays out is it was really quite interesting. I mean, that's why I played it, like, late into the night and, you know, like, just kept playing because I was I, would, I did want to see where, where the story was going to go. Mm. I mean... The only thing that I had a problem with it, really, that I didn't like so much was I know this came out. Was it? Was it just before? Wasn't it Breath of the Wild? I think uh, it was around yeah, the same it was, time. Or, yeah. yeah, it was around. Yeah, a few weeks. Because I remember at the time, quite a lot of people had like started this or whatever, and then they kind of bounced off it because Breath of the Wild came out and just started playing that instead. Didn't didn't you do that, Matt? Well, I I, I so I, I I there was the first game I tried after Breath of the Wild, and I did the. Oh right, I okay. did. I don't know. I don't know how long, but obviously, an incredibly short amount of time. I was like, "No, sod this! I can't do it." <laughs> I, I got I got as far as seeing one of those long necks, and then I stopped. And it's and I and I can completely understand why because after you played Breath of the Wild, particular the main thing that I had a problem with with this was the is the traversal in mm. this game and like the climbing and everything because if you think of like I mean Breath of the Wild, one of the best things about that was the way that pretty much anything you could yeah. climb, couldn't you? Like you could just any sort of surface you could like climb, and it gave this. It, amazing sense of freedom that you had from that whereas this you don't have that so much i i felt like i was running up against invisible walls like a lot of the time and like when you when you're trying to like scale mountains or whatever it's very sort of like uncharted like in that like there are the designated places where you can yeah you can sure. climb yeah. and it and it just doesn't feel as sort of free really as as i think from uh from breath of the wild at all and i think that was that was a bit of a shame yeah it but really put me off but overall, it's definitely I, on my list i do want to go back to just because so many people have said so many good things and obviously there's discussion about sequels and it being a franchise on ps5 so i do mean to go back to it um but yeah but uh you would recommend would, it james would you regardless of what i thought absolutely and i'd, I'd recommend just bump it down to easy or whatever and and just just play mm. through well, it, it, like just, that, it makes it's... the crafting a hell of a lot easier i was coming into a lot of moments yeah. where i was like i need all this shit so now i've got to run around picking up stuff um and yeah. that just felt like a chore after the first you know couple of hours and mm-hmm. i think there are perks that make that a little bit easier like you pick up double yeah, yeah. the amount or whatever but yeah. Even then, it was just like the idea of just running around picking up things from leaves and shit was... Uh, I hope they tone that down for the next one. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, but overall very enjoyable. I mean, this is why I've, I mean, out of all the because I've played a lot of the, like the sort of the, the Sony exclusive games like of this generation now, and like this is definitely one of the better ones. It's yeah, for yeah, sure. It's really very good. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, I was just thinking about another thing that I didn't like about it as well was the you know you remember like Killzone. Like, you know, I talked about how I'd started that a few weeks ago and how I wasn't that sold on it, really. And I think one of the reasons for that was that I felt like the performances in that were all kind of a bit sort of wooden. And this felt a bit in the same way as well. Like, the main character is, having, is very good. Yeah, I remember the main... I can't remember. There was something about the voice acting that was off. Yeah, the voice acting isn't isn't very good, yeah. I think, in, in quite a lot of it. And it, it feels very... It does feel very sort of stagey, like in yeah. places, which is uh, which is disappointing. It's uh, yeah, it doesn't feel you know like the uh, the acting doesn't come across quite so well. But uh, but overall, good, cool. cool. Um, before we move on to emails and stuff, I should mention that I, uh, very very briefly that we did buy Just Dance twenty twenty in the end. And fuck me, how has that not got the worst reputation <laughs> in? gaming i i've never played a game that feels more like a demo before in my whole entire life it is unskippable adverts for their premium service jesus um yeah just i mean uh, hey you've completed this song well done why not try this song okay i'll try that song no this is on our premium service okay fuckers buy it (laughs) all right i've just bought it like i can't believe they sell that at full price it's mad. Ubisoft are generally not too bad for this shit. You know, they're, they're not... really good with yeah. this stuff. This one is mental. <laughs> it's wow. it really is. So we, I mean, we signed up for the trial, mm-hmm. and it feels like the game it's supposed to be now. But to, I'm not going to be paying six pound a month or whatever they're asking for it. Um, but you say that, but then I, me and Eddie have only played the, that superstar, whatever, like the campaign mode is, and I don't remember seeing an advert. Maybe. I did, but I don't remember. But maybe it's not in that campaign mode. But we've just been selecting songs, uh, and that's um, yeah, that's it's pretty shocking. I mean, don't get me wrong, that premium service is brilliant. There are so many songs that it adds to it, but the fact that <laughs> the fact that it's so heavily weighted. I mean, when you look at the list of games that are actually in it, and then you look at Just Dance Unlimited. Uh, the list of games that gets added for this monthly subscription. I mean, it's like, well, it looks like you've given me a bit of the game there. <laughs> I thought, it looks like I've paid £60 <laughs> for a bit of the game. And don't get me wrong, I bought it in the sale. It was only 25 quid. But even so, then, yeah, yeah. just uh, wow. Jesus. Wow. Still, fun to dance. Right. Um, <laughs> okay, let's get on to emails because this is getting leaked. Mm. Uh, if you want to email us, uh, send an email to podcast at the computer game show. Dot com, which is still the address until we tell you otherwise. Lee Griggs says, I love Sean's phrase, <laughs> virtual tourism. Last week made me realise the reason why I've gone back to Dishonored 2 recently is to capture the beautiful sights and sounds of the game's environments that are currently lacking from my lockdown life. I was just wondering if any of you guys have been seeking solace in any more scenic games as a result of the lockdown. I mean, obviously, the, the Assassin's Absolutely. Creed Odyssey stuff. The, yeah. yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> I mean, Animal Crossing is that, you know, yeah. it's a picturesque little place to you can control so i think that's why a big you know, yeah i think i mean scenic i mean I, there's obviously lots of different definitions of the word scenic yeah 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 i, I mean I've I've, certainly... dishonored 2 is a weird choice it's a beautiful game but it's the world is not <laughs> no it's not stunning though is it it's not like that's not one of the main things with the games is no, it well it's just it's just like the world itself is quite Stylized, grim 
Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's really. I great. think, yeah. So, uh, yeah, strange, strange place to go on holiday, Lee. Uh, Graham <laughs> <laughs> uh, McKay says hi there. I love your game of the year show. Oh no, it's oh, I don't get to answer it's that one. Okay, sorry. Oh, sorry. I thought. It... <laughs> <laughs> Should I keep it pacing? No, mate? but I will say, I, I think, I think along the same lines. Mm. I do think that's part of the reason why I keep playing FIFA. Yeah. I mean, it must be because yeah, it yeah, enters yeah, the sense. game. Yeah. But I am just miss football so much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, watching this Bundesliga stuff, Matt, is doing nothing for yeah, me. Yeah, it, it just shows... It's, uh, it's, like, it's like a version of football, but it's not football, is it? <laughs> I mean, like, we need the fans. We need... Oh, I'm like, yeah. It just goes to show you how important fans are to football. It's, it's just such an integral part of it. Um, yeah, we're back in three shame. weeks. Right. Back in three weeks. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. I'll talk about you. Well, whatever. Okay. Graham McKay says, "I love your game of the year show." That's, oh, that's going to be. Thank you. End of the email. It's going to be one of these. Read that start again. Read that start again. I love your game of the year show. Okay, go now. Continue with the email because we all know what's coming. But in the way that you <laughs> love that one friend, while also knowing they could do better. Been listening since the beginning and my incredulity rises every year while listening to the Game of the Year show. Last year pushed me over the edge and made me determined to write in at about this time. Life is strange too. Christ on a bike. My proposal... I'm with you there, Graham. I'm with you there, Graham. High five. Betty hasn't played it. My proposal, you check in with each other about now and find out what is looking likely to be on each other's Game of the Year list. You then make an effort to at least play some of the games you haven't, and you then do the same in September. The TCGS Game of the Year show is a great con. Sorry, the Computer Game Show Game of the Year show is a great yes, concept. Yes, get it right, Graham. It deserves better from you all. And to preempt Dave's snide retort, fuck up, Dave. Yours, Graham. <laughs> uh, fair, fair play. Um, yeah, my snide retort, retort is: we've created something you love. Respect that. All right, don't try and change it. Just respect the fact that we've created something that you said that you love. Don't try and change it. We know what we're doing. I, I mean, honestly, also, when are we supposed to play all these games, mate? Well, what do you want it. to do? Do you want to set us a timetable? This table? is it. This is it. I mean, I mean, I think we've mostly played a lot of the same stuff so well, far. Well, that's the thing. I'd love to know what the answers are, just because what's come out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what has yeah. come out okay. this year that you could even yeah. consider? I wrote. I have, think I've got a rolling list. Let me just check oh, well, my I, notes. I, I've, I've got a list about games I finished. Like this time last year, I finished like four times the amount of games. This year, it's hardly anything. Mm. I mean, right now, I, I guess I can look at my list. But like the big games that I've loved are obviously Half Life Alex. Yeah, no one else is going to really play. And uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I've only finished five games. Stories Untold on Switch. Mm. That was fine. Black Mesa on PC was fantastic. Half Life Alex. Final Fantasy VII Remake and Deliver Us the Moon. Five games. Um, it's it's crazy. Not a lot. I mean, this time last year, it's so much more. <laughs> um, I mean, the only one I've I've really loved so far this year that none of you have played is probably Hunt Down. Um, like, I would properly recommend that. But, I mean, other than that, there's nothing that I'm like, guys, this is going to be on the fucking list and none of you have touched it. Like, I, I don't know. I just don't see that happening yet this year. It is difficult, isn't it? I'm just looking. I've got everything I played this year has been it was stuff from last year. <laughs> this, I've played virtually yeah, nothing, nothing this from year this year. That's, oh, that's wow. I mean, it hasn't been a lot, I guess. But yeah, this time last year, I'd finished nine games at this point. <laughs> there just hasn't really been much. I mean, but but I think Final Fantasy VII should definitely be in the conversation. Yeah, I mean, Half Life Alex definitely <laughs> as well, that. but it's not going to go far because Sean's played a bit and. 
Do you have a two oven? So. I mean, I can well, certainly. Geez, I, fella, I, we I need could... to go out and spend about a thousand pounds to play it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I could certainly argue in favour of of Alex. I would support you in that, but obviously, Fantastic, yeah, that Sean, I've, I've that's only played. Only played. Thank you for your support. That's all right. Uh, not played a huge amount of it. Um, I mean, yes, yeah, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing's on the list. Oh fuck! Yeah, that, I've got it on my so list because I'm gonna fucking win as long as I'm here. I tell you that. <laughs> Um, the point is, the so point is, we've thing, all played that. that. Yeah, like we've I, all. And and yeah. the point, the thing about Animal Crossing is, well, obviously there are other games like Life, you know, Last of Us and stuff coming, but uh, Animal Crossing. Oh, I wish we save his discussions. <laughs> yes, save it. I, I'm looking through my notes now. I haven't got a list of new games that I've played this week. I should probably set that up. But I have found a note that just says, James naming his Animal Crossing town Matt playing Sek- Sekiro off, sc- off stream. That's one. No idea that what that's about. That list of things you're going <laughs> to bollock us about. <laughs> probably. I've also got another one that says, intro, there once was a man in a hurry. Which I can only assume was the start of a limerick about Matt that I just <laughs> fell off of. What was a man called Murray? Complete. Uh, nah, fuck. I can't think of what. What rhymes with Murray? Oh, yeah, he was in a hurry. Who completed games, Three games in, in a hurry. hurry. <laughs> he skipped all the cutscenes. Now, nah, what the fuck rhymes with cutscenes? No, yeah, well, you fucked yourself already. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. like, come on, let's workshop it. Come on, guys. Let's... No, it's just not. He likes to eat an orange. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, just just leave it to us, mate. Leave right, it to us, right. boy. Uh, Maria Mendieta says, Dear TCGS crew, it's actually the, dear, the computer game show crew. Uh, like, oh, no, no, okay, right. No, 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 but we're, we are TCGS crew because it's us. It's like, I think that's fine. Look, but not on the podcast. Hang on, hang on. Are, we, are we not TCGS.co crew? No, that's, that's just a domain, James. Dear the computer game show right. crew brought to you by TCGS. Co. <laughs> it's just TCGS. <laughs> Last week's excellent conversation about terraforming and terrain in Animal Crossing made me think about traversal in other games. If you had the wall running ability from Titanfall, which place in the UK would offer the best traversal challenge? Alternatively, if you can't think of any, here's an alternative question for you. Where would you like to see Dr. Farley, the TCGS platformer expert in residence, give parkour a go? <laughs> Oh god, that would be I'd unbelievable! I'd love to be able to do parkour. I'd absolutely love Same. it. You'd love what? I, I love all that stuff. I'd love to be yeah. able to do parkour. James, I'd absolutely love oh it. But I'm James, not. I'd love there's... to watch you do it. <laughs> okay, well, there's no well, way when I could lockdown do it. ends, too, James. There's no way. I'm... We'll find a professional. We'll video you doing some lessons. Yeah, I can do slow mo on my phone, James. It'll look great. Yes, mate. If Matt Hancock involve... can do it, you can do it, James. <laughs> You like, come on, you know it involved pain. Yeah, and, like, probably. Oh my going god, wrong. James, we need to do this. Okay, even if it's just like a day of like some parkour training and us videoing yeah, that. I, honestly, I'd be up for that. I'd really Brilliant. be up okay, for that because right, I well, love it. We're gonna do this. That video will be unbelievable. The thing is, the thing is, this this will be months of like us all being really supportive, and then it'd be like, oh, brilliant, it's fallen over. <laughs> like, well, exactly. It's all about the falling over. <laughs> That's what the video is about. Sean. <laughs> Also, if you, we want to avoid getting any sort of fines of doing this through lockdown, we should just go to Durham. Do it in Durham. Yeah. And that's going to be the answer yeah. to my... Yeah. New <laughs> politics, please. It's the best place to do parkour, <laughs> Durham, because you ain't going to get in any shit. It's fine. You could do anything. It's just you just trust your instincts. <laughs> and, uh, you can yeah. do it. It's my instinct to go out and do parkour. Yeah, yeah I mean, so, any good father would want to do parkour. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. What I like to do is parkour to test my eyesight. <laughs> right, let's uh, yeah. get on to the Oh, next. political. Uh, that's it for the emails. Satire. 
Cool tweets. If you want to tweet us, it's at TCGS Co on Twitter. Hey! Um, MD Kraboffs has tweeted in. I'm very happy he's done that. Or so they've done that. I think it's a he, but we'll say they. Uh, I have been sending questions for the pod each week for a while now. Um, many of these questions came from a website of the best 101 questions to ask on a first date. <laughs> now would be a good time to reveal the blind date style summary of everyone's answers but I haven't kept notes. Um, so my oh, question is, I mean, <laughs> come on, MD Quibos, go, go back, listen to every every pod yeah, and write on. down some answers and give us like a sort of synopsis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Yeah. Anyway, his question is, what would be your blind date sales pitch? Example, will it be the scorpion eating doctor with no hobbies? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he? Oh yeah, he does eat scorpions. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, um, shit, I don't know. I don't know what mine would, would be it's one of the nice things what do you mean sales pitch that? I don't quite get well, it it's, because it's asking? like so Scylla Black does like a a very brief summary of you doesn't she yeah well it's, it's our Graham isn't it like our Graham to tell us about them and then I mean this oh, is shit, yes, back right. a lot of times so like yeah exactly. oh just it'd just be do you, he's a bit of a dick <laughs> Dave <laughs> that's sales pitch that, that's pretty much it isn't it he's a bit of a dick but a heart of gold that's what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? He'll go. He'll go. You're you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Of you for look at him, and then secretly go. Ah, oh, mate. You know I was only mucking no, about. No, he's all right. 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 No, 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 for, no, for, no, for Dave. For Dave, it'd be more like along the lines of uh, this loud mouth. Uh, this loudmouth Cockney uh, we'll say Cockney just for the sake of it. This loudmouth Cockney's been making mistakes, but let's hope you won't be sorry when you take him home. It's that sort of stuff, isn't it? Nice, Matt. Nice. For you, it'd be this backstabbing prick <laughs> will take you home. That's what it'd be. Not quite got the same ring, but I'll take it. Yeah. Fucking hell. I don't even know, Matt. You see, one of the Absolute nice things scum. about being in a long-term relationship is just not having to think about any of this shit ever again. I know, I know. I, just- I know. <laughs> Yeah, just like you can. Yeah, I know this is bad to say, right? Yeah. But you know, when I was single, I was very much one of those people that would talk to a girl and go, "Oh my god, does she like me? <laughs> I hope she likes me." You know, yeah. and now you just like you just don't. Don't matter. You know I mean? It'd be easier it's if like, she didn't. Okay. Actually, thanks. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just it's just not a thing in your head anymore. <clears throat> that stuff rolling through my head, I can't go back there. Yeah. I can't go back there. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, for the sake of it, as far as any normal person's concerned, I'm just an off-the-shelf nerd, aren't I? Like, oh, look, he's bald and has a bit of a rubbish beard and wears glasses and he's slightly overweight and he likes science fiction and computer games and eats too many biscuits. Do you want to date him? This is, no, this is too long. Sure. You this is too long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you are, sure. Thank you. Um, James... <laughs> James, James would be yeah, Doctor, you know, Doctor Love. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. <laughs> this, yeah, yeah, okay. This professor from Canterbury, Canterbury, Canterbury. <laughs> yeah, um, King Hal. He knows the inside of propaganda, but is he the love doctor for you? Is that sort of shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will he yeah, cause yeah, a revolution in your love life? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Speaking of. Revolution, no, because it doesn't work. But no. he also does break dancing. Certainly does. And parkour. Yep. <laughs> parkour now. Would this parkour professor be the love doctor for you? I'd love to jump across a building. I think it would be brilliant. <laughs> James, that's waited on for the episode title. Can we film your first attempt? 
from from, <laughs> from like the, the ground and from the roof. <laughs> See, I used to be pretty flexible, and I was quite good oh. at this sort of stuff. In fact, oh. don't say that again, James. Did I ever James. tell you what happened when Chen when Chen was over here? Okay, one, one time we've heard, we want to hear this. <laughs> we've heard enough, James. It's not for the. I got locked out the house, and I had to climb up the up the oh, wall, Spider Man, and. Uh, and get in, and it, I did it, and she filmed me doing it. And laughed <laughs> oh my god, has she got the video still? <laughs> Why didn't she open the door? No, she couldn't. She was right, outside okay. as well. <laughs> I had an image of her like, inside just the house filming you from inside you. the house. <laughs> just going, fuck you. I but we had to do it. it like quick because my car keys were indoors, and I had to take her back to the airport. It was um, yeah, the pressure was on, and um, uh, yeah, right. Well, has what she still in a video, James, or what? Probably, but I don't know. Brilliant. She's got I to mean, send it to us. So hang on, so hang on. So how, photos, how did you do it? What was the what was the route? Well, I got a wheelie bin. Okay. And I put I put a wheelie bin and just like, like the movies, like the house. Yeah. And then what it was was because the house is like it's like a converted bungalow. Okay. So like the the you know the, I got onto the onto the roof yeah. and then climbed through the window that was in the upper floor. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it was fine. My arse looks massive in the picture. Excellent. But it's, <laughs> let's uh, get it was fine. let's get that on socials, baby. Yeah, mate. New TCGS cool. <laughs> Tom Durbin uh, at Calico Spack on Twitter. As fans of the Super Mario games, what are your thoughts on the 1945 original? Oh, I don't. Was that don't, that was I the joke? Because I said it was the 75th anniversary. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good one. He, Good one. He is a gag man. Um, <laughs> uh, Gnosis80s on Twitter. What's that one game you eventually have to go back and complete? Because the idea of dying without it done is just too much to handle. I've not got that. I was going to say, I've, I don't I've not got, got any. that in me. I'm, I'm very comfortable with just going, nah, you're right. The only game that, as we've said before, that's something like that. Uh, stuck down in my head is getting all agility orbs in crackdown. <laughs> then I fucking went and did it, didn't I? Second hey, time I mean, of asking. Die now. Second time so, of asking. Yeah. So I got I got that that last orbs, <laughs> and it was uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Matt, you got an answer? I mean, even Mario. Though, even Odyssey? though I played the game with the game mechanics, it has to be redoing all Dark Souls because I had to. Summon for Orsi and Smoke. How can which, that oh, be fine. above which kind of Mario yeah. Odyssey? Well, I guess the Fire and the Moon Challenge as well. I mean, there's lots of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got that's got to be your next stream map because the when, when Sean did it on stream, it looked way. It basically, it was it, the only bit was like that that wall with like the bits. But Sean did it in like four or five goes. I was like, okay, well, I can. <laughs> did you did, did you complete it on your stream? Sean? I didn't know. I kept fucking up the bit with the you know the the bird with the beak. Oh, but I love that. That, that, is the, that is the worst bit. But it's plain yeah. sailing from there. And uh, once you do it, it feels so good. Yeah, the, the, the only should, bit I struggled was that again. bloody the bit where the blocks push you into lava. I was like, fuck, that's not just did a Oh, that bit's easy, Matt. It's just, that's just a memory game. Well, it just annoyed me. Um, okay. Yeah, I should buy that game again and try that. The first time I did that, though, I <laughs> I didn't know, obviously, you get to that wall, you don't really know what to do and you have to throw your hat on the scarecrow. I left Yoshi in the ship position, like in the position at the start of where the wall comes out. So I <laughs> throw my hat on there <laughs> The block just put push Yoshi into the like lava, and yeah, it really I did look like Mario. murdered Yoshi oh, quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Serves him right. It made me laugh. Um, I, I want to ask the question, even though I don't even know what it's about. Andy Gordon at Big Cotman on Twitter: The headset companion is criminally underused, considering how many versions of Sony's own headset there have been. Just a handful of games available. 
What other apps on devices do you think are poorly supported but with great ideas? What's the what headset? The is, that? is this the app on See, the PS4? I just looked that up. Yeah, yeah. There's there's an app that you download. It only works with like the official PlayStation headsets or whatever. But it adds like like extra sound features or whatever for games like that have been selected. Oh, I've for I've got it. a headset that does all that. I tinkered with it once and never again. Mm. Like it's just uh, mm-hmm. yeah, what I, stuff does I, it do? Then? I mean, what stuff does your one do, Dave? Mine's got like movie mode equalizers. You know. Oh, okay. That, right, yeah. Is that the See, right yeah, way? Yeah, because that stuff always does my head in. If they're a good pair of headphones and the game's been, you know, if the audio production's good, you shouldn't have to touch a fucking thing. Yeah, and I mean, so, I, I, you know, I get why people want to make it specific if they're into that audio that, you know, that much. But um, yeah, it's not for me, that sort of stuff. Uh, the only time I ever use that is when um, I put football mode on the TV. Because it makes the crowd sound louder and stuff, and yeah, mine's got that, but it's really not that. It it changes the the color. The, yeah, oh, I was yeah, yeah, that was yeah. mainly a visual yeah, thing. Smash, yeah, the, mm. the colors will ever show after that. But uh, I do like. It. I think the sound sound the crowd sounds better at least. But I mean, I know uh, some tellies have like a game mode, which is all about reducing latency. Yeah, isn't I've it, got for that audio and visuals. Yeah, but I've never again. I've never, it, it like removes like all the like visual processing. I do like some of that. Well, no, so, but basically, like, well, what you got to do, at least with the Samsung I've got, like, turn that on because that does reduce all latency, but then it, you basically will go in and configure loads of stuff, which I've also done, like, as per okay. whatever Digital Founder or whatever said, which does make sense. Okay. It doesn't really bother me anymore because I basically never play games downstairs. I mean, like, yeah. basically, my consoles are up here permanently now with, like, the mm-hmm. streaming setup on the PC, and I'm like, I haven't played a game in 4K in months. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of, yeah, makes doesn't me think, really, let yeah. me guess, it doesn't really make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't, of course. <laughs> but I'm like, I just think, hmm. I could have games spoiled are great, and I'm not even. I'm, I'm best I'm seeing them is like 1440p, which is still good, but yeah. Well, I suppose I'm obviously I'm different because I don't have an Xbox One X. I've only got a PS4 Pro, which let's face it is nowhere near fucking 4K. Like I tried when I upgraded my PC, I tried a few games in 4K. They didn't run brilliantly, um, but you can see the difference between that and what the PS4 Pro thinks is 4K. Um, so yeah, I've just, I, my PS4 Pro, I just have it set to 1080p now. Fuck it. Oh, really? I'd rather you have the extra bother. frames, mate. Wow. Loves those frames. He uh, loves them. Simon Meredith, at that Simon person. Do we ever go through a period where you're certain you want to play a game, but you can't seem to set on anything? Uh, if so, how do you get through it? I keep putting something on, only to turn it on after five minutes, and it feel, I feel like it, I, it's like I feel worried to be able to be playing something else. I mean, at the moment, I think a lot of us are sort of going for the same thing whereby it's easy just to go to like comfort games. And so yeah. I think, okay, I want to play something new. I'm like, but also like, I do have the energy to play something new at the moment. I mean, obviously when the big, big, big games are, I'll sort of turn game going through and play them. But right now I'm like, just, Animal Crossing keeps me happy and I know what I'm doing and like David FIFA and so on and so forth. It's like, and at the moment, I think right now what we're going through We'll try and deal with it in different ways, and I think it's hard to like concentrate on, you know, loads of new things. I think. I mean, mm. that's just me speaking, but yeah. No, no, I think you're absolutely right. It's yeah. I've, like I, I didn't, I didn't mention it on what you've been playing, but of course, I've put another fucking ten hours into Animal Crossing this week. It just doesn't even need yeah. saying now. It's just yeah, yeah it's the same. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's medicinal. <laughs> I'd I'd say that, yeah, I'm 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 finding that as well. But it's it's weird. Like that South Park game, I've been playing it in fifteen minute chunks. I don't know why. 
I boot it out for 15 minutes and then I do a couple of battles and then go, okay, um, I'm going to play something else now. Nothing to do with the game because for those 15 minutes, I'm having a whale of a time. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> it is so good. Um, but for some reason, I play it for 15 minutes, then switch off and mm. go and do something else. But yeah, no, I'm I'm sort of in this weird state where I'm playing Animal Crossing and FIFA. Mm. That's that's kind of the games that I'm really putting a lot of time into. Um, so yeah, weird. Um, when I was looking at my notes on my phone, I come across this as well, Sean. Oh, yeah. Ready? I will say the HDR when you're in a town hey. at night is fucking <laughs> tremendous. Still got it on there. Still it's a classic. It it's a classic. <laughs> and, and then I, I mean, you'll, no, you'll notice cars by Snow Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> You'll notice during the PS4 Pro chat, talked about 4K, didn't mention HDR because I cannot. Yes, yeah, it's impossible now. Because that will continue to haunt me. I'm just never giving any opinion on HDR until I die. It's a shame because that's arguably a bigger impact than 4K, but now you cannot Can I say mention that? it. We get asked a lot, what is your favourite moment of the computer game show? I don't know if that is, but that's hilarious, right? <laughs> That was hilarious how you were praising the HDR in the game and literally just after the podcast came out, the developers come out and said, yeah, we haven't really put HDR into Red Dead. (laughs) And and it's not even like it was... Like, as soon as you turn it off and you're just like, oh, shit, this is loads better. Like, it was... (laughs) That's right, yeah. It wasn't even like, oh, you know, they'd sort of... They'd spoofed it, but actually it was still kind of good. No, it looks awful with the HDR on, the way they initially implemented it. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Good one. Right, um, socials, Matt. This will be interesting. Uh, yeah, so Friday, this Friday, James is streaming Dreams Friday night at 9 o'clock. I mean, I, I, I didn't watch, James, I didn't watch your stream live on Friday, but it, I watched it later, or maybe Friday night or Saturday, but it was brilliant. Uh, I'm really excited to see you play more Dreams. I, I, I know it's just, I think it's still really impressive, all those games. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. I, I was, I'm really enjoying it. There's been, I mean, that Witchy Woods one was fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we need a sequel for that. Definitely. It was the sound. Uh, so James plays a bunch of random Dreams creations, and there was talk in the last stream of James starting to build his own. Uh, James, you should absolutely start doing that. That would be brilliant. Oh, anyway, it takes fucking maybe, maybe. ages, though. Well, you know, so yeah. okay, anyway, that's Friday night at 9pm, and I'm <laughs> streaming Resident Evil 3 Sunday night at 8pm. And on Tuesday, Sean is streaming The Saboteur. Yeah, mate. Tuesday nights from 9pm. That's all on Twitch. You can search for TCGSCO on Twitch. Uh, and if you're Amazon Prime, you're Twitch Prime. Uh, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash TCGS. We, uh, the other day, we did our talks over for the month. We talked over loads of old gaming TV adverts. That was really great fun. Uh, do that live now. So if you're $10 and above Patreon, you get to watch this live and interact as we record that. And then uh, non-patrons can watch it a month later. Um and you can go tcgsco, tcgs.co, sorry, which is a website. And we're basically, we're tcgsco on everything now. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. That's it. We're, we're now tcgs. That's it. The rebrand's done. Except for the podcast, which is the computer game show. Yeah, that's uh, presented, presented by, by TCGS company. TCGS I mean, I, I didn't use that language, but yeah, like this, this is our flagship podcast, the computer game show, but we are. <laughs> flagship one. <laughs> Okay, but we are TCGS. Is yeah, that's that's done. There's no confusion there. It's TCGS. Absolutely. Okay, zero. I I disagree, and I think we'll get. A few How tweets. can you possibly be confused? <laughs> Thanks for living it. Um, we'll. Go- 
catch you next week on uh, the computer game show forward slash the TCGS Co. Company and songs. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> no, goodbye. Fuck the lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.